Sometimes that is better. Welcome to Give Me Back My Horror Movies, the podcast. I don't know why I'm doing a vampire movie. I don't either. Dracula, dude. This yeah. Also, it's it's well, my birthday. Why are yeah, you in well, You why didn't let you me doing... finish, all right? Let me finish, <laughs> motherfucker. First off, I was going to say we have a birthday boy in the house. Oh, that's right. That's Again, me. because uh-huh. he gets another birthday selection. Yeah, it happens every year. About every year. One I'm each, canceling his birthday month. next year. What? No, you guys get an entire month to yourselves. I get two picks. That's because, like, if Pete and I were in a sleeping bag, we'd be in the same sleeping bag together. <laughs> what right. <laughs> what? I have no idea. I just let him go. What? Do you want to go, like, facing upward or, like, butts to butts? Spoon. Spoon's okay. the best way to go. I like to be a little spoon. <clears throat> if we spoon as long as you get exploded, like, on. in prophecy. <laughs> there you go. Now, you may have heard another voice just now. You're like, who's that? What? What's going on here? We have uh, podcast big brother, the the ones oh. that we look up to, Corey from Podcasting After Dark. Say hello, Corey. <laughs> hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. It's been a long time coming, and I got to say on air, the feeling is mutual. I've been listening to you guys uh, since the beginning, um, and I, I love you guys, too. So, you know, you I, I really assess you your, life's cho- <laughs> <laughs> your life's choices, I tell you. Keeps, I know, right? Keeps I stroking our to ego. Go time. <laughs> yes. If only I could get that time back. Get uh, both hands around our like ego you. and just stroke left and right. Oh, we need Nate it. likes the stroking. Oh, I love his, it. His little <laughs> leg is going like... Like when you scratch his belly. Yeah, yeah, that usually happens no matter what. You feed me cookies, it gets going. Which I did get the munch yeah, on uh, Pete's wife you Jody's gonna, cookies. You did you just say you're gonna you munched on my wife's cookies? I did. It's, and then I was it's like, true. He hey. did it in front of me actually. <laughs> I told my I'm on the last episode of this podcast that'll ever yeah. exist. <laughs> then I went over to my significant other's place and went, "Hey, you need to try Jody's cookie." And then they proceeded to just tear into that so bag of cookies. Fawn put Jody's cookies in her mouth, all over. Oh my! Yeah, we made a mess of them. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Pete, and then birthday boy Charlie. Say hello. <laughs> What is going on? Happy birthday, Charlie. <laughs> happy <laughs> birthday. What happened? Yeah, happy birthday. Pete and I got to sit in and watch this movie together. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, I you. wanted to make sure happen without me. Jesus Christ. How many movies? We, we've actually watched more movies together this year than we ever have. Yeah, so, it's been pretty cool. Know. Yeah, someone's actually been in Ohio a lot. Well, I know. He's been doing you know. work up here, heaven's sakes. That's Corey, how far are you from Ohio? <laughs> I'm in Oregon, so I'm pretty far. But when that's, I go home that's to about visit, as far as you can get. Yeah, pretty, pretty yeah, far. That but is complete opposite end. <laughs> I am from Maryland, so I do make it back to the East Coast and uh, a little bit closer to you guys at that point. One of these yep. days, I intend to visit Maryland. Ah, yes, have some we, crab we cakes while you're there. there. Oh, wait a minute. I have been in Maryland. Never mind. I'm thinking Maine. My bad. The other <laughs> oh, end one. I was getting ready to say, weren't you in Baltimore not long ago? Yeah, and I go to Baltimore again in May. Corey, you're going to be in Baltimore in May? (laughs) No, the hell with the Ravens. Go Ravens. (laughs) Hey, you don't sports ball. What do you know about the Ravens? I know that we have the Bengals and that we don't like the Ravens. Oh, okay. But (laughs) we both do not like Pittsburgh Steelers 
and oh, that's yeah. all that matters. That's yeah. good. That's good. Yeah, that's good to know. Mm-hmm. Steelers that's are my knowledge worst. of sports. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, boys, wh- what are we covering tonight? I don't. You know, you have totally derailed everything, Nate. Don't have it. <laughs> Just hand it over to Charlie. Us- usually, the birthday. <laughs> yeah, guy I, I actually kind of forgot that I was oh hosting. God. I was like, wait a minute, what's he talking about? You right weren't for this. <laughs> Stop fighting, children. Well, he he implied. Shut up. Let Charlie take the reins. (laughs) See, this is why I love this podcast. (laughs) I can feel the love. It's there. And all this stays in, so it's totally fine. No, for my, uh, since we already did my action pick for my birthday, we covered Judge Dredd. And that's one of the reasons why I'm wondering why Nate thought he was leading, because he's still on my shit list right now. Um because he's not like a judge. Corey, Dredd, yeah. Corey, it hasn't come out yet. Corey, he didn't like Sylvester Stallone's Judge Dredd. Oh my God, really? At all? It, at it all? Work out for me? I don't know why. Well, I so I haven't had why. a chance. I haven't had a chance to listen to that yet because uh, it's not out, and you know, not out yet. <laughs> internet and podcasting is all timey wimey and everything. Um, but uh, <laughs> I will say that as I've gotten older, I love Dread. Obviously, that movie's fantastic. Yeah, there's, actually, there's no, 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 yeah, no comparison. Yeah, no, I actually yeah, like Judge Dread, and 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 it took me a while to admit it um, to like to myself, let alone other people. But I was like, <laughs> you know what? I don't think I hate that movie the way like the way society wants me to hate it right this is exactly we're non-conformist you conformist nate i know <laughs> i hate it for different reasons than other people's reasons for hating it you did have weird reasons but anyway so we had covered judge dread on my action and i wanted to keep it in the universe of 2000 ad now not everyone maybe even knows this that hardware and i have to be careful how i say this because i don't want to make anyone mad they borrowed a story from 2000 AD. <laughs> they lost the court case. So that means they admitted it. And now they have to put, you know, a special thanks and, you know, a, a, an extra writing credit. But this was a short story in one of the dread annuals. I think it was 1980 called shock S H O K. And I was like, well, I'm going to, you know, this is a, how often do you get a 2000 AD horror movie? And I'm definitely saying this is straight up a horror movie. There's I'm not assume oh, yeah. this is the only 2080 horror movie, right? Uh, I don't now they and maybe have pulled something from another realize that it's a 2080 movie, even after losing the lawsuit, because yes, even the American flag painted on Mark 13's face just like screams 2080. It's... So we're going to get into things, Nate. A, that's not an American flag. We'll explain later. And what? B. <laughs> Um, if you, I did, I, I didn't have that issue, I guess, because of this movie, it's now a popular issue. Um, I did find it online and I read it and went, holy shit. Um, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's yeah, the it's comic the word. Yep. <laughs> oh, down to the kitchen scene. It's oh, really? the comic. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh oh wow. yeah. So I've never read it. So like, is Moses in it? Like, do they actually use the names and everything? I, they don't use the names, but there is a soldier that brings home a disassembled assassin robot that's been deactivated because in the judge dread universe, you know, they had the ABC yeah. robot, you yep. know, stuff. So there were others. Um, he brings it to her. She's an artist. She does the head. She loves it. And, you know, it's, it's literally, he dumps out a bag of parts. There it is. The hilarious thing. And it's just part of the 2000 AD is she tells her 
vacuum, which is foreshadowing to a Roomba, but it's the <laughs> old bag vacuum that we all knew growing up, the, the Orc yeah. vacuums, and it vacuums up all of the robot parts into the bag and stores them. And then when the robot uh, comes to life, it bursts out of the vacuum screaming, I'm free, and comes <laughs> through the page. I'm glad they dropped that. I don't know. I'm missing it now. That's the thing I think the movie needed. If they remake it, I want it to bust out of a Roomba. That's what I want right now. Um, but yeah, it, it's it, it's the whole thing. It is uh, trying to attack her. He's not in the apartment with her. She literally goes into the kitchen. She makes the realization it has infrared. She hides in the freezer and she grabs a laser powered uh, bread knife. Uh, to fight it off, and she in the movie she literally grabs that electric. That's knife, the one thing the we're knife. missing from the future is electric laser, laser, bread bread laser, <laughs> laser yeah. bread light. So, I, it, AKA a bread lightsaber. Bread. I was gonna say yeah, it yeah. sounds like a lightsaber, but like when you bread. look at it, that's kind of what she's like. It toasts and cuts at the same time. It's totally <laughs> fine. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they um, so the publishers did sue the studio they won they got it and now there has to be credits involved so that's why i picked it because i knew that's where it came from you know that's that's the comic and you know later on i just did you know i don't know if if um richard stanley's ever actually said my bad you know what i mean you know yeah i i think and i don't know either um and i've never read the comic as much as i love this movie I'm kind of uh, of the mindset that um, I like to just discuss like what we see and like what's on screen. I'm not a big fan of talking about like, you know, what what could have been and all this and that. Although, oh, yeah. you know, it's it is interesting uh, uh, to sometimes discuss that kind of stuff. But I, I like to just talk about what we see. So for me, like any kind of behind the scenes stuff, I like to more hear like, you know, what, what was the idea behind this? And, you know, what were the changes that he made? And right. like originally he wanted Moses to be a bit more of a, a drug addict and all this kind of stuff. Um, but then when he got Dylan McDermott, you know, he's like, oh, that guy's too chiseled, you know, so he had to kind of make right. him a he's little bit. way too sexy. We need yeah. Whoa, yeah. Whoa, whoa. Sexy no, this character. no, if anything, if you were to ask an AI generated computer, what does a pervert look like? It's going to come up with a picture of Dylan McDermott. That no, guy you, you, looks you like can't say that again. You've already used that line last no, year. No, I haven't talked about an AI-generated talking pervert. This man won uh, the 100 sexiest people on Earth from one you know one of these like high-end like magazines. Well, the like, magazine has been way wrong. This well, movie's this dude's this been a sex dude symbol looks forever. Looks creepy as all get out. But I mean, like, but you're also talking about a movie that has uh, William Hoopkins as Link, who is uh-huh. the ultimate pervert. That if AI were to create a pervert, it would be Link. That would be, but he would have a, it would have the personality of Link, and he would look like Dylan McDermott. <laughs> you guys know who Touché. that is? Porkins. Uh, yeah, Pete and I, we, we realized it was. We gave a name. Yeah, it it's Porkins. No, it's Ron Jeremy and Steven Seagal combined. Well, there's <laughs> that had, too. They like, had, a had a, a little love so, baby. I know who well, that actually is. We call him Ron Seagal throughout the whole movie. Yeah, Ron Seagal <laughs> is a dirty perv. He, he was also he, Eckhart in uh, Batman '89. He was. Yep. Oh, he was. Wow. He was the detective. Hey, he- Eckhart, think about the yeah. future. So that Whoa. we'll get into Link. You got, we haven't even got to play the trailer yet. But uh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I, I want to get this one out of the way because when I was watching this uh, this weekend, 
And Corey, you just timed this perfectly because, you know, unfortunately, this movie was produced by the Weinstein Corporation. You know, it was Miramax. <laughs> oh, it shows. Um, There's a Link, lot of movies. It's, that's going to be hard to get around anymore. You yeah. cannot tell me Link is not Harvey Weinstein. Oh, it's oh, very sure. clear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. not hiding it. And then I read yeah. that the actress actually rebuked advances from him before this movie when he when she was cast from uh, harvey from harvey and yep, she blackballed and i know if lord if we could all go back and watch some of these movies how many directors and people were actually telling us what was going on if we had just known mm-hmm. like seriously there's so many people that are there's all these little like this is these nasty moves and some dude that is Blarvey Beinstein, you know, they just don't say his name directly. There are so many clues where we should have been like, yes, yeah, it was a piece well, of shit. Even when we did the burning and how that was written by the Weinsteins. And there's some very yeah. perverted characters in that. And it's just like, the knowing what you know effect. now. Yes. The glazer effect from the evil deaths podcast. It's, mm-hmm. it's very clear where it's just like, God, it was right in front of our faces the whole time. You're right, what, you're right what you know. Isn't that yep, what the, exactly. the saying is? Yep. Which is why yeah. I am writing a vampire erotica novel. Thank I, yeah. you, Pete, for the for the drop for me <laughs> allowing to, you know, I'll talk say, about I'll myself. Yeah. Okay, it's time for a trailer. Let's get the hardware trailer <laughs> in, guys, and then we'll just continue this. <laughs> We're in a time of throwaway technology. I give you 30, 40, 50, and they can see it my way. Only some of the stuff that gets thrown away isn't dead. No? Merry Christmas, baby. I got something else you like. What is it? It's asleep. presents his new model, the Mark 13. The Mark 13 is self-repairing, capable of recharging its storage batteries from just about any power grid, including the sun. And when it wakes up, it'll become something entirely new. I gotta see. It's important. Meet me in one hour. A creature that combines the technology of a computer, the deceit of a human, and the killer instinct of a machine. James, listen to me. This is serious. Jill is in trouble. I didn't see anybody. Get ready for an encounter with some seriously heavy metal. song they love that song they paid a lot of money for that song i bet well first of all of <laughs> course you're gonna get ministry for this type of movie that just makes yeah. sense that al jorgensen would why, go why of, with why this. of course would you get ministry we had iggy pop and lemmy in this we did movie, but and we didn't but, get their music no, well we, we got, got uh, motorhead, Spades, yeah. Yeah. motorhead? Yeah. but yeah. what pissed me off is 
we get a music video. And I was like, is that Guar? That's Guar! It is Guar! And I got all excited. And I'm like, why are they playing ministry over Guar? <laughs> and I was like, what they, did Dave Brocky do? Because they paid for ministry. Guar just happened to be on the television and they flipped the channel. Also, <laughs> like, this is 1990. So, like, I don't know if Scumdogs of the Universe would have came out just yet. Like, this would have been just after that first Guar album. Guar had not taken off like they no, this is early Guar. a year later i think so well, that was probably like, when, when that video came on nate looks over at me with this look like well what's happening stop make it stop <laughs> it was, no, no it was i love awesome. ministry i absolutely adore and, ministry. Ministry. Great, and i looked yeah. at him like i don't think the song and video match because that's definitely <laughs> no, Guar. i was just confused i was like why but are that, we doing a doesn't sound like Guar. a welding <laughs> montage to ministry but guar music video is playing you might as well have had like a george bush commercial playing in the background as well <laughs> just to really rub it in your face that's 1990 well, I, we also have uh carl mccoy in the in the movie um playing the nomad drifter the wasteland drifter at the beginning he's the lead singer for the fields of nephilim and i don't think that there's actually any songs there by is. the fields of nephilim and nope. richard stanley apparently used to be a, or i think he's directed some of their music videos which is oh, why cool. we got you know carl mccoy to be in it uh, yeah. but it's it, that's also weird that there's no fields of the nephilim uh songs in it no well, then, one like, what i know now i just picked because i'm bad about this like i got real bad add at times that i'll have my television i'll have a podcast on in my ear and something else going on so i can only imagine she's working listening to the radio and the tv's on mute but guar's playing in the background so that's Maybe. the only way I can make sense because I am that way when I'm working. Well, yeah. yeah, as as an artist, I would imagine sometimes you need that extra sensory to actually make everything quiet. It helps quiet you focus. Is what it's, it's weird. Loud, uh, sometimes when you have when you have ADD or ADHD, I'm bad about that. Like I, I, you know, I know for a long time I've talked about you know what's Charlie watching in the shop. I have to have something going yeah. on in the shop, otherwise it's too quiet, yeah. and I my mind wanders not so much what movie is this what movie is this? no i'm going like okay i gotta do this job i got this going on in three weeks but this happened last week what do i do here i put a movie on or i put a podcast in my ear podcasting after dark and i'm i'm <laughs> i'm good i can focus on what i got going exactly. on in front of me Especially yeah. Charlie, we have the same brain, buddy. I, yeah. I have I have headphones in pretty much all day long um, as I'm doing stuff. And uh, the only thing I, you know, I also edit pad and, and I just wish I could actually listen to podcasts while I edit. But, you know, you can't. You I try. You can. do I do Don't turn do the TV on, yeah. though, and turn it down low just oh. so something's going on. Uh, you know, around I, me, but I almost yeah, can't fall asleep at night without putting a Godzilla movie on the television. God, it's, Lord, you're all it's not because Godzilla movies are boring to me. It's just like it's 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 a big. You like the blanket. sound of Japanese people screaming in terror to I fall do. asleep. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. Me, you, you listen to death metal, so no, I'm the different. opposite. Like I get, we joke that it's you, you run out of spoons, where it's like, nope, I'm at my mental capacity. So if we're in public or something like that, and I say I'm out of spoons, that means it is time to go home and hide oh. underneath blankets because, like, oh, wow, I am like done i cannot talk to people anymore that's the, cool that's the name has a battery is on him yeah i have yeah. trained we need to throw on like a comfort movie or something mm -hmm. to kind of get me back 
Well, there you so. go. You're throwing on a movie to get yourself back. It's not much right. different than what we're yeah, saying. Yeah, but we it's also like covered in us. blankets and going, oh, God, the world is scary. <laughs> <laughs> My the current uh, fall asleep uh, TV show is uh, Mary Tyler Moore. I'm going through oh, that wow. right now. Oh, I love Mary Tyler Moore. Yeah, it's, She's it's pretty awesome. so pretty. Oh, my yeah. God. And so that movie, that show is so fucking funny. Oh, yeah. Ted Knight is so good. In oh, it. he's so good. Because I grew up watching, um, you know, Too Close for Comfort and whatnot, and I never yeah. watched the Mary Tyler Moore back in the day. And I was like, oh, this is where he's from. Okay, got it. Is, and he looks exactly the same. Is that the one where the he same. was a, an, uh, like a puppet artist or he was an artist and he had a puppet or something? Yeah, that was that one. Yeah, Too Close yeah. for Comfort? Yep, he had like yep. a lamb chops or something. Yep, yep. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, kids, ask your grandparents about lamb chops. Yeah, and now this oh, is going to be the lamb Too Close chop. for Comfort podcast. <laughs> That's right. Give me back my way too, way too far back nostalgia. Well, speaking of nostalgia and thinking of things back, so this is a first time watch for Nate and Pete. Yes, they okay. have not seen this movie. Nope. So, Corey, I want to start with you, brother. What is what's your relationship with hardware? Like the first time you watched it or something? Um, my well, probably my first time I even heard about it was Fangoria. So that's what kind of uh, brought it to my attention, and I still remember to this day it was a picture of. Um, chief, you know, cut in half. And I was like, oh my God, I got to see this. This looks amazing. Um, and so I watched it pretty much right when it first came out. And I adore this movie. I absolutely love it. Um, me and like this other we, a guy that, you know, I'm, I'm friends with, but we came friends because of our mutual love for hardware. Um, Richard Stanley is one of my probably favorite, uh, favorite auteurs of all time. Um, and I know you know, he can be the whole situation now can be a bit problematic. Um, so, you know, take everything with a grain of salt in that regard. Um, but like, I loved this movie as a kid. I watched it so much. And, you know, as I'm getting older, I'm like, of course, like I, I see why it's a quarry movie. I just, I love the aesthetic, you know, I love the world building that it does. Um, you know, it's, it does what I love about world building. And I think, Personally, I think Fury Road has the best example of that, where they say things like witness me or when they, they're they going faster, they say fang it. And they give you all these like terms inside the world, but they give you no explanation on them. And I love that because it makes it feel like the world is, is living and breathing. Hardware, mm -hmm. I think, is one of those movies where I just I feel like it's a living, breathing world. I feel like Richard Stanley just he knew what was happening on every floor of that apartment complex. I feel like he knew what was happening around every corner. And for me. It just aesthetically and everything, it just it always hits me. And as I've gotten older, I actually love it more and more. I showed it to my wife uh, for the first time before we uh, uh, interviewed Richard Stanley for podcasting after dark. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know how I didn't know how it was going to land for her. And she actually really liked it. And I'm like, yes, oh, yes, hardware, nice. hardware rules. Um <laughs> Zach didn't quite love it, we though, if I recall. Each other. No, I just, <laughs> yeah. I listened to that episode today. Zach was not a fan. <laughs> no, and, and I mean, we recorded that episode. That was like, that was my second episode that I picked. My The first one was heavy metal because I was like, I have to start yeah. with heavy metal. That's, but if I didn't have heavy metal, I would have started podcasting after dark with hardware just because of how important it is. Uh, but that was like almost five years ago, and I haven't listened to that episode since. <laughs> also, less boobs four. bouncing in that. Yes, yeah. less, a lot less, way boobs less bouncing. boobs bouncing in hardware. <laughs> well, it's not. No. Well, you know what? Now that I think about it, yeah. Charlie. What's <laughs> your history with this bit. one? Uh, so my history is kind of interesting. I, I know I've talked recently about there's this time time frame of 
movies that came out, which was like late eighties, early nineties that just get me, you know, the, I come in pieces, the split seconds, hardware, my introduction to this movie is kind of weird. My introduction to this movie came from another movie. My dad brought home, my dad brought home moon trap one day and it is Walter Keong, Keong, however you say his last name and Bruce oh, Campbell. Yeah. Caning. See, yeah, I, didn't, it, uh, I had three chances. I still moon. got it wrong. They're on yeah, the they're, ast- and, they're astronauts. And I, that was that, one of my first pair of tits that I ever see. Have ever seen. Yeah. yeah. They, <laughs> she just they get her, sent in a space. And there's a, it's, it's a an yeah. alien that is taking parts of the ships and people together and creating these monstrosities. And it really grabbed me. Like it's, it's going to be a movie we're going to cover one of these days eventually. But See, I don't I know this movie at all. Yeah, I, it's, I, it's I, real I wanted. Obscure. Yeah, yeah. We, well, we covered I, it early on in Pad, and uh, it's 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 fun. I love that yeah. movie, uh, Charlie. I think sometimes we have the same brain. Um, we're the same those, person, Corey. That's I, I all there is so. to it. Especially, I, I got to say, uh, one of my favorite recent episodes you guys did was the uh, Deep Star 6 one. And uh, I'm just like, yeah, I, I love oh, that movie. But yeah, I, I get it. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, don't Corey, be sorry. If you're the same person as Charlie, you got to work on that beard, dude. <laughs> I'm trying. Yeah, I'm I know. Trying I know. I see there. you're trying. I see you're trying. Yeah. So uh, that movie just unlocked something in me where I was like, I, I love this. And I immediately went to the rental store and I went to where moon trap was and I just looked for anything mm. similar reading the backs of movies, anything like that. And I found hardware. Now I had one of the copies, thankfully that actually showed the robot on the front of it on the VHS, not the weird cover. This, this movie also infuriates me on the VHS cover kind of damned this movie to obscurity a little bit because it's not grabbing like some movies are. It's kind of like our from beyond where that VHS cover just never told me to rent it. Like the worst VHS it, cover it's ever. The wor- <laughs> I still consider it probably one of the worst. It's not hardware good. had one that when you look at it, you're like, what's this? Even the DVD, which is the eye in the uh, eyepiece. It tells you nothing about what the movie. It doesn't, it doesn't look like anything I want to turn over and look at the back. So thankfully this yeah, one had right. the robot on it and I rented this one. I was, I was in like, I love the aesthetics, the desert setting at the beginning, the nomad grabbed me immediately at the beginning of this movie. And as a kid, I watched and I, I probably wore the VHS out of this one forever. And then it went into obscurity for me because technically didn't get released on dvd till like late 2000s i think like 08 09 because it's tied up in who owns it yeah um and then finally it got on blu-ray and i still don't own it because it's over a hundred dollars oh it's is on it? blu-ray it stupid oh, yeah. oh it is it's a hundred and twenty dollars on ebay Corey, i know yeah, you have it yeah the, um, the, the synapse put it out or i think uh oh yeah. man i didn't know that i'm sorry that that no, sucks i hate it when they do too. That. <laughs> yeah yeah well, i know i should have yeah. i should i'll go you know what i'm gonna go back in time and i'll pick go up another one and i'll send it to you pick up another one yeah pick <laughs> up a couple thankfully i had a buddy of mine that actually has this he was able to get us you know a rip for us to watch and this is the time when i'm totally okay with people downloading something because it's unobtainium well, for also most then the, the wine scenes don't get your money so well, well and the funny thing that. is i can 
I can confirm that Richard Stanley's also okay with that. Uh, and he, he said so when I was talking to him about uh, Dust Devil. And I was like, there's no other way to sort of get it. He's like, just mm-hmm. rip it. I don't care. <laughs> you know? Right. I, I, it's one of those things like it has to be really, really hard to get a hold of because it's not even on Tubi. I don't think Tubi's ever gotten this one. <laughs> um, and Tubi gets everything. Uh, well, so God bless Tubi. This had been legal, just like Dog yeah. at that point. Yeah. This one. I'm going, I, it sucks to say, but it's probably been 20 years since I had watched it, but I knew this movie. It's been stuck in my head because I watched it. So me and my buddy Ben would watch this. It, we were, it was literally a horror movie with a machine in it. And it was just Mm -hmm. so badass. And it wasn't as campy as like chopping mall, which is my first horror movie. So I have a connection to robots and gore early on. Did you ever and watch so Death Machine? I ha- no, I have no. later. So okay, not Charlie has a list. Oh, Charlie gosh. sat down and went, man, there are a lot of movies I really like that involve robots and death. So we've already covered <laughs> yeah. class of class of nineteen ninety nine. We had spoils of horror on. I love that movie, um, and that was that was a winner for everyone involved. Yep. Oh yeah, we all loved it. And Nate tasked me with. Man, I want to know if there's more movies out here like that. And I said, I know of some. I got some movies up my li- up my sleeve. Well, sprinkle them in and see what you think. This is one of the first ones since we've done that. Um, the other one is Death Machine. That's number three on my list behind hardware. Death Machine's awesome. Giant yeah. metal jaws chewing people. Oh, never seen it, so but good. I remember the poster. And it's funny, after we watched hardware, I sent it in our Slack chat of like, yeah. Mm-hmm. If anything, hardware reminded me that this movie exists, and I never got to see it. So now I'm I'm curious to watch <laughs> yeah. Death Machine. I, I saw that like Kino or somebody was supposed to like they announced that they were putting it out, but this was like like a year and a half ago, and, and then I it haven't kind of seen it yet. Just, yeah, yeah, it disappeared. Um, if you guys ever get a chance on Instagram, I follow Dawn of the Discs, and they oh, just yeah. kind of have yeah, yep. they're the Ooh, that's my what's... only source for Blu-ray news. What's coming? Yep. They just released something that's coming out. Uh, the other day on Instagram, the guy, yeah, Giver. Giver's Giver. getting oh, more Giver. Wow, <sighs> I just I, I just had to cover that on. Ago. I just covered part two on, on podcast after dark as one of our Patreon it, picks. Uh, yeah. we were not very kind to that movie. Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> Jeffrey Combs is in it. No, Giver yeah. 2. Giver 2. Oh, Giver 2. No, no, I listened to Giver 2. I haven't seen Giver 2 yet. Iver 2 is awesome for all the creatures they added to it, basically, yeah. you know. So and for David but, oh, Hader. And for David, Snake. Yeah. Oh, so uh nah, man. <laughs> I had Moontrap on my list, and much to Nate's chagrin, Virus is also on this, which you lands right movies. in these. I have a soft um, spot for that movie. Screamers with Peter. You know Weller. I love that movie. Yes. Uh Saturn 3, which yeah, I don't Saturn know if you two have you seen it? Pete? I know that. Oh, Corey, you haven't seen Saturn 3. No. Mm-mm. Okay, look that one up. Okay. Uh, Nemesis, obviously. I, I Great mean, movie. It's Star pretty Trek? much a term. It's a not Star Trek, Pete. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, Wait, it's, doesn't that one have Tom Hardy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. No. Uh, Nemesis is probably leans more to Terminator ripoff than anything, but... Uh, and then uh, some of my like honorable mentions, of course, would be uh, like Chopping Mall. Fortress surprisingly ties into this whole type of series. And yeah, I Stuart also wrote Gordon. down, 
Yeah, Stuart Gordon. And I also wrote down Split Second because I know it's an alien slash demon, but the feel of that movie, you might as well throw it into a big marathon of watching all of these. I love Split Second so much. I you I words can't describe how much I love that movie. And most everyone else hates that film. And I just I can't get enough of it. And I it's one of those things where I get why people don't like that movie. I totally get it. But for me, it hits everything that I sort of, I used to draw that, that creature like all the time. Well, it does the same thing. This movie does. There's world building without beating me over the head with it. And I also bring that up because I was over on the evil deaths and we just covered split second this month. So make sure you go check out that episode with the, that means I got to watch the movie. Finally, <laughs> or you just do like me and listen to episodes. Nope, I don't like spoilers. You know how many times I've listened to Corey on episodes, never hear, never watching the movie, and then going, "Damn, that sounds awesome!" And I go buy the movie. No, it's like no, it's, it's reverse marketing for some <laughs> oh. reason. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's my history with it. Um, I'll start out by saying, once I once I watched it fully. I was like, man, this is going to be a 50-50. Nate was 50-50. Pete, I feel, is 60-40 on whether you guys actually enjoyed this movie. I had a feeling neither of you were going to be like in class of 1999. I, I was like that. That was I started out high, it's a very tough and I didn't. I didn't mean to. Uh, I didn't. I actually didn't even know I was going to have to compete to it until Nate's like, "What else you got?" Like, damn it, I went out <laughs> too hard. I, uh, I'm just gonna straight up say I did not enjoy this movie whatsoever. I kind of fucking hate this. <laughs> <laughs> two for two on my birthday, you yeah, asshole. Yeah, that's yeah, why your birthday's yeah, canceled rough, next mate. year. <laughs> like the gore didn't even bring you back in the the, the very the, very minimalistic gore of two two kills that's it. <laughs> it okay you can say minimalistic with two but this is a lot of freaking gore for two kills i mean it's like it, it's, our dude harvey weinstein takes it pretty bad for what you could see i saw it all like, i saw bit it of all it. It's just, I don't need a movie to like spoon feed me what's going on, but it for like doesn't. What, 25 minutes, it was just like, what the fuck is going on? Like, that's not spoon feeding when you people? say, no, that's what I'm saying. I don't need a movie to spoon feed me, but this one, I felt like needed to give me a little bit of like what this world is. And then like, by the time it was over, I had told Pete, I was like, this feels like commentary on technology is evil and will take over the world. And I was like, quite frankly, I just don't agree with that. And I don't care about the message to this movie at all. From <laughs> like, the guy that brought Terminator 2, that's literally how to stop technology taking over the world. Terminator 2 is really fucking cool. Hardware is not. I rest my case, Your Honor. <laughs> You are the worst lawyer on the planet right now. Yeah. No, objection. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, I, this was a painful watch. Like it. It just would not end. The. I like. I hate Mo's. I hate Mo's so much. It's like so an much. hour and a half. He, yeah. It would not it end. Long it would not end. Every time I was like, "Is it over yet?" And then it psyched me out, make me think it killed the main chick. I was like, don't kill your best character. She's your best character. Why are you going to do that? And then when she came back and then you realize, oh, all they're going to do is if they apply these Mark 13s out in the world, 
they just got to wait for a rainy day and they're all done for. No, that was the prototype. The rest prototype. of them are not going to have that flaw. The, the rest of them are going to wear raincoats. Yeah, they're going to have a go-go gadget umbrella. <laughs> yeah. Johnny Five had it. Why not? Well, that I mean, was funny because I told Pete, I feel like this is if Johnny Five went bad. <laughs> Which is what Chopping Mall's about. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. No, that's what happens when you're friends with Steve Gutenberg for too long. In Chopping Mall? <laughs> No, oh. Johnny Five going evil. That's what I, would happen if any of us Corey, had like two years. This is ultimately the reason I invited you on. <laughs> to balance things out? Yeah, I, I know, needed I know. backup so bad <laughs> because these two have brought some of the most painful movies for me to sit through. Yet when I, I'll be honest, this is probably the most artsy fucking movie you're ever going to get out of me because that's what it is. Even this is saying it's artsy feels like a stretch. Tell me it's not. <laughs> tell me it's not Richard Strand, Richard Stanley, really just trying it to just build feels this like universe. a guy trying to tell you that technology is bad. And it's like, but it's not, bro. It's here to it's, help. <laughs> it's his first movie. And did you see what the budget was for this movie? It, it had to be minuscule and yeah, 1.5 million oh that's it that's because yeah, the whole apartment complex is in like not a studio but this old um train station essentially yeah like that's all there and everything so yeah they kept it kind of minimal there um but like as far as the world building goes one of the things i do love just you know balance out the love hate for this please, please um, sure. yeah yeah Go for it. <laughs> one of the things that i do love and i never picked up on it um, I was watching the 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 making of or whatever the documentary on the Blu-ray, and Which Richard is why Stanley you get the Blu-ray. I know, really I know. He to, talks about the fact really that think about your life choices here. This you, you <laughs> slap. <laughs> what, the things you're wasting your time on. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, the things you're wasting your money on at that point. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> I would spend hundred dollars on this Blu-ray. I would. I, I didn't already have it. I would spend hundred dollars on it. But I, I already have. I have it in my cart right now. Shut up, you two. Let Corey. Talk. One of the things that I I never picked up on when I was younger. He said, like, instead of Terminator, where the machines kind of have taken over sort of arbitrarily without us doing anything about it. He's like, this is a world where everyone voted on all of this stuff to happen. Like, er like the society kind of okayed all of this as it went along. And I never picked up on that when I was younger. And that kind of did give me a little bit of a of a new perspective on it uh, upon, you know, adult rewatches versus when I was a kid. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, it's well, like they're it's in. It's like that doesn't change how much I hate no, this movie. No, like, <laughs> movie. Uh, they're in the Wally universe where everything is a junkyard, the, uh, which I do like. I mean, I like the set design. Tell me of that's everything. not going to be accurate. Tell me that's we have so much oh. shit in this world that Oblivion and Oblivion is a live action Wally, by the way. If you've never seen it, with as Tom, I look Tom around Cruise. my office, just covered in shit on the ground right, right now. So yeah. don't tell me that, you know, this is but, like, there's going to no, be like I, I a nuclear wasteland with, and then all our shit. In one I was place. fine with the aesthetic. I mean, the movie feels like a junkyard. Um, I think the robot looks great, especially when he gets the paint job. The robot I love the robot. Bitchy. Yeah. The robot's really cool. Even if water is the thing that takes him out. Um, it's electricity, dude. You know, it's, a, it's how he it's defeated Electro and Spider-Man. You know, like that's the one thing he should be like. <laughs> Step one, we're gonna build a robot. Step two, we're gonna make him waterproof. They I tried, like but that's you know, how it should go. Hey, they went with the cheapest bid, as they always do with as, the, yes, government. the government contracts. Sure. Yeah, 
I think see? that's pretty accurate. I think it is. It still <laughs> happens. Did you see yeah. the airplane that the door flew off yeah. of the other day? Still tell me, today. tell great. me, water's not going to take out the assassin robots later. Okay, that's <laughs> that is the most accurate prophetic thing he put. <laughs> For that's me, hilarious. like I thought this was going to be about a robot terrorizing an entire apartment complex, not oh, no. a studio apartment. I never set you up for that, though. I mean, I don't know. That's what I thought the movie was going into it from my knowledge of it. And when I realized that wasn't it, I was like, oh, this is just kind of lame for me. Like this is that those type of movies that even though it's not really a one setting movie, it's everything that's happening is one setting. They're in her apartment. Mm -hmm. Um, You you do have the outdoor shots, which thank God I do love. I'm not going to sit here and go. This movie is flawless. That'd be bullshit. Everyone would know I'm bullshit. What I'm saying is somehow this movie grabbed me as a kid and I love Which surprises like, seriously, me because if I was as a kid after 30 minutes, I probably would have turned it off and went outside. God, I would have been no, like, dude. I'm going to go throw sticks at stuff. Yeah, but that, was, that score, that driving score that kind of happens throughout the whole movie. I mean, this is what you want. This is what you get is yeah. I, I have that on my playlist. Like, I still listen to that. I love that song. And apparently they would be playing that all during the production and everything. So that's kind of permeates the entire, you know, movie, but it's, yeah, it's I'm there. Yeah. I, and, but at the same time, I mean, Nate and Pete, I, I do have a friend that I grew up watching all these movies with. And that was the same friend that didn't like split second, didn't like hardware that much. You know, it, it wasn't Zach. It was my buddy Luke. Um, yeah. And, uh, and I, that's when I kind of realized when I was younger, I was like, okay, I think there's just some Corey movies out there, you know, like this one's <laughs> oh, made sure. for me. It's, not made for Luke, well, you know, type of thing. Yeah, that's why this is a Charlie birthday pick. It's exactly like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, it was good. It was, this was literally a shot in the dark and I, I, it wasn't my first pick, but I wanted this through line. That was my choice. No, I to think go that's this, a very clever thing to do this through line. Now, as a kid, it even worked for me because it was the anticipation of knowing the robot's going to come to life, knowing this movie's rated R for some reason that this, this thing is getting ready to happen. And it kind of confuses me at times and it doesn't, it doesn't, but you guys have gotten on me about a lot of these movies. I picked, you know, like steel Dawn, obviously I figured was going to get brought up because there's a fucking desert in this movie, but it takes a while to get to things. Go back and watch the first Nightmare on Elm Street. It takes a while before things actually start uh, to happen. No, that's like then you don't, <laughs> then you don't see anything till towards the end of the movie, as far as the actual villain and stuff like that. And so, I don't need everything right up front on a movie for me to enjoy it. I love to build the anticipation, as Corey said, this world building. I'm immersed in it, like I'm imagining everything else that's going on in this small city you know it's like what 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 has caused this and as an adult like with Corey, i had zero concept that this was a robot designed to keep the population controlled like never crossed my mind when i was a kid now i watch it going oh shit okay this thing was designed to help basically eliminate the breeders for the most part or if you didn't if you didn't adhere to the rules this was the ultimate thing we would send after you you know, especially um, the dick drill it has for the most part. Yeah, is, dude, what's up with that? The dick drill's got to go. Nope. Oh, my that God. dick drill stays because it's there oh, to scramble the eggs. That is and, so stupid. Oh, it's so dumb. I hate <laughs> it so much. Else that exits that part of her body. Right. 
It, you yeah. eliminate where the problem comes from. Like, <sighs> just shoot her in the I head. Thought, yeah, <laughs> I thought Moses I mean, that... was completely worthless. Shades is a terrible character who no, does Shades nothing. No, Shades is the best. Oh, Shades is awful who does nothing to help anyone. Shades on drugs. Give the man high. a break. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> Let the man take his like ecstasy or mushrooms or whatever Whatever he's the hell that was. Right. Jesus, <laughs> yeah. Nancy Reagan. Give Shades a little bit of a break no, here. And then, like, I love that Moses is like, I'll never let you go, baby. I'll always be there for you. I'm sorry I left you, baby. And then, like, she is on the wire hanging for life. He's like, I can't help you. You're on your own. Sorry. Because they would electrocute each other. Do you not know how grounding works? He was like, no, can't do it. Sorry. He couldn't without killing them both. He did Titanic where he's like, sorry, you're not allowed on this door. (laughs) You got to stay in the water. He actually has a metal hand and and it's electrocuted. He gives you the reason. He's like, you're not grounded. I can't touch you. If I do it, we're dead. Get shades if he wasn't fucking worthless to go do it. Or everyone else, they brought a barrage of people in to shoot at the damn robot. And then after they shoot the robot, don't kill it. Everyone goes, "Eh, I'm going to go next door. Right. Well, they shot it out the window. They thought it was dead. And then and she leaves. gets drug out. Hey, it's and not my fault you don't double tap the robot. Double tap? Hell, how many rounds did they unload no. into it? If you think you killed the robot, you go and make damn sure that robot's dead. It blew up, caught on fire, shot with a shotgun, handguns, Look, if you're 50 gonna cal. celebrate early, you deserve to die. I don't believe it was celebrating early, honestly. <laughs> I believe it was. You don't fuck with mode. They, you don't fuck with Mo. Come on, man. No, all you gotta do is give him two little shots and he dies. Well, of yeah, the drug the, that kills the, people. <laughs> yeah, but also the background, what was really cool is Pete pointed this out. It was the Troma logo. Oh, was it? The really? cityscape. Every time yeah, the I went cityscape, to the city, every, red and nope. black cityscape, it looked like the Troma logo. Yeah. Oh, the cityscape <laughs> Troma logo. Okay. I was like, did they literally have like a neon sign no, that said no, Troma no, no, in the background? No, 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 that would have been awesome. This was just... This was just something that made me laugh as we were watching. I'm like, hey, look, it's the Troma logo. <laughs> now, I'm not going to sit idly by and have anyone say anything negative about Moe's death. Because I think that is one of the best death scenes ever filmed. It actually has meaning to it. Like, I've seen I was so, so many... happy to see him bite Oh, it. my God. <laughs> I've seen so many horrible death scenes where the person's like, Ugh, and then they just like, you know, kind of fall over or whatever. This is like a 10-minute drawn-out death scene that I think is absolutely amazing he has poison going through his veins like these are this is poison to kill you and it's also to make you like enjoy death as you're dying you're supposed to feel good as you die that they set up so he's in a euphoric euphoric state i'm southern shut up uh charlie's a furry uh god no but it's not i'm sorry if i just just ostracized all of our furry listeners my bad (laughs) But it's not like Mo has like an antitoxin in him. Like if they were like, oh, you know, all military guys have this antitoxin in them. No, he's just a normal dude. And he's been kicked out of the military. That would have been Mo in his robotic. That would have been the canon version. (laughs) He would have got a knock. Yeah, he he got fired. He had to tell her. He goes, I actually I got fired. That's he's been going. He said he's been going out because he's even though I know there's a character called a nomad. He's nomadic. And yeah, he's yeah. been going yeah, out yeah. trying to gather money. Like, if you're in the military, you're not selling parts for 10 credits at the beginning of the movie. 
So he's trying to gather up money, and he's he's not told he's, her he's not good with money because he no, buys the not. helmet for fifty bucks <laughs> and he sells all his shit for ten bucks. To be fair, he got the whole robot for fifty. He only sold. This was. Uh, this is. I know. He it's deserved a, this death. All right. He's bad no, he at didn't. business. Like, he's a terrible <laughs> boyfriend. He's not a good friend. He doesn't do good at protecting his dealer. Yeah. Well, that's uh, actually funny. I mean, Nate. Everything <laughs> Nate is saying is actually, I think, accurate. He he's not. Oh, a that, good that's person. the pitch of it. Yeah. yeah it's, and yeah. it's you're not. That's the funny thing is you're not wrong. But I don't say that those things. Make him deservant of you know death, basically. Oh no, trust me, I have a lot. Of, I have a long list where I'm like, ah, you know what? If you take too long at self checkout line, you might deserve to die. Like it's a really <laughs> long <laughs> list. I mean, I'm with you. I'm uh, the people that stop and talk in the in doorways and everything. Yeah, those people also deserve to die. Oh, um, I, they don't, I, I don't deserve that. to die. They deserve to lose their right to vote. Like yeah. I'm out. If you spit gum out on the ground instead of oh. throwing it in a wastebasket, you probably For deserve reals. to die or lose but, your right to vote. Or you deserve an unwanted pregnancy that's now going to put you in financial turmoil. Preferably, the your your right to procreate has been taken away from you. Just, no, no, so no, no. It no, sounds no. like you, you guys are the a financial the, burdens. What I want on these two are the government law. that take that has taken over, right? And we voted that, into, yeah. Yep, exactly. You're going to vote us in. <laughs> now I'm surprised, uh, uh, Nate and Pete. You guys didn't bring up the fact that yes, the the Mark 13 um, is not waterproof, but yet Moe's hand is. So clearly they we had were to, like, trying to figure out if it was a robot hand or not. Yeah, yeah it's, it's I think we were trying to, to figure be. out if it was robot hand or if it was a glove that just looks cool. There's uh, he's there's the type hoses. of guy to carry a boot knife. So he would be the type of guy that wear gloves that think they look cool. He, there, there's like hoses going like into yeah. his skin that you yeah. can see. We were very concerned for that young hand. woman's uh, boobs while yeah. he was grabbing onto them in their. Yeah, we were afraid that they were going to get like deflated. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> careful, careful. Because I remember Army of Darkness, Ash had a problem with. He had to readjust that no. hand. He crushed that uh, chalice. Yeah, Les- just, Leslie Nielsen that. in Three Ninjas or Surf Ninjas with the robot hand and he grabs himself in the nuts because he can't control it and he squeezes his own nuts. That's, uh, that's wasn't that image. because you needed There's a, a movie I haven't seen to control <laughs> and it's because it got wet. Oh, well, my how the turntable turns. No, uh, well, my- that's my whole point is if you're going to be a robot, make sure your thing's waterproof. I I do have a complaint about the shower scene, and I swear to God, Hollywood, if you can't figure out how to make someone look dirty for real and not like the dirt's been painted on your body, just stop making them look dirty. I'm pretty sure I I mentioned that to Nate. Like, that guy is so dirty. It's fake. It's not even coming off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. It's so (laughs) badly done that it's because I'm like, I get dirty at work sometimes. I work on a car once in a while. I drive a diesel. I look at it, I get dirty. And I was just like, that is fake dirty. And I don't like that yeah. at all. And, and he's been wearing a coat and pants the whole time. And his chest and back are filthy dirty. Like, that just yeah. doesn't. Nothing, nothing well, it's because job. they're in a super desert that's radiated or something. Yeah. It's, and it's, and it's Lemmy has apocalypse. to take you across the sea of sticks to get back to the city. <laughs> yeah. This is How true. awesome, though, is it that Lemmy's in the movie? Though? Oh, it I mean, was shocking. Really expect- it was awesome. Well, it's, yeah, and Iggy Nate- Pop is the one that's the shock jock on the radio yeah, and everything. With, so. Bob. with the, in- yep, the industrial Bob. dick. 
Oh yeah, he does. It, it was very clear. It was Iggy Pop straight away. Like, oh, oh yeah. I yeah, there's he, been a joke. Wow, they were like, was Izzy Iggy, Iggy Pop doing a voice? Nope, that's nope, literally just that's Iggy, Iggy Pop. Pop. <laughs> <laughs> I would have much rather had Iggy Pop play Shades or something, not just have a voice. Oh, role. Iggy Pop playing Shades. Well, that would have been sweet. There was someone Stanley Stanley wanted to play Shades, and it was Jeffrey Combs. Ah, um, oh, that would have been dope. It was something to do with Jeffrey Combs being uh, in Britain Smart enough or something to be in this like movie? that. That Weinstein, <laughs> Miramax. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, Jeffrey let's Combs go. can actually read. Dylan McDermott, not so sure. Let's go through Jeffrey Combs' filmography, okay? let's We'll see if there's some stinkers oh, in that. Glorious bloodbaths galore, man. <laughs> there's a bloodbath in this fucking movie. I don't mm. understand. I mean, it's more of a blood puddle. Not so much a bath. He beats the dude's head to a bloody pulp on oh, the yeah. floor. Yeah, that, yeah. that was the whole Iron Man punching the Hulk. Go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. That's the robot Mark III just bouncing in head off of the floor. I told because that because the gal underneath the the, the, the their room oh, was, was beaten was beaten with yeah. a broom. And I'm like, Nate, let's hope that this blood seeps to the floor, drips on her face. Also, that same woman was across the alley in another apartment at the end of the movie. Yes. And then she was under the apartment. Made no sense. Right. It across the where you made yes. the when, camera showed when, her across when, originally. When oh. the when the redhead swings and smashes through the window. Yeah. That's across the alley, right? That's underneath no, the that's underneath that's the apartment. Underneath. That's the apartment where the lady was hitting the broomstick. Because she the wire, swings and swings back in, basically. The, the they wire were broke looking at what was going on from across yeah. the alley. No. She swings in on, she's the under neighbor. So yeah, right. the, the cable broke on the other building and she diehards through into, the window. Into the lady the, underneath, essentially. Yeah. And then all she has to do is basically go back upstairs, you know. Right. That's, it's all the same that was, building that they swung Pete into. Pete and I were very confused. Both, both Nate and I were like, <laughs> yeah, why did like, she wait, swing why is she across the, it's, the it's the same family they've shown us th- twice before. Yes, Maybe if but, Charlie and I were there watching it with you guys, we could turn this thing around. But when this. that cable breaks, no. she swings. Yeah. And both Nate and I thought she swung across so, the alley to the other building. She's because out. They even, they're even looking out of the window, aren't they? No, they, what's going they're, on? they're sitting at dinner uh, when the window broke because she lands on the dinner table. They're around the table when it broke. Yeah, She's she out on the cable a little bit trash. and it breaks from the other end of the cable. So she has slid down it because it's only one floor. It's not that far. She has come down the cable as she falls and falls through the window backwards. Mm. So okay. she it's. Man, Boom! Like you've this. You've seen this more than I have. I yeah. completely. Believe oh God! You, now, also, it did twenty not plus translate times. for Nate and I. Pete and I also at the TV. thought that was Michelle Yao at first, and we're well, like, for a hot second, I thought for a second, and then, and then we, we realized that, that like, the timeline no, didn't make no, sense. God, and I was that- going to say, "Good Lord, <laughs> how old do you think Michelle <laughs> Yao is?" Well, because that also might have been racism on our part, being dumb and thinking that might have been a little racism. Yeah, it might have been, and that was that's awesome. That's our stupidity. Asian gal. Yeah, I was very excited thinking it was Michelle Yao, and you both. Yeah, and they were like, well, maybe it's because it has 
she has the same ponytail. And I don't think we were really helping our case I, out at all. No, no, no. I, you're, you're not at <laughs> all. No. I believe is crestfallen right now. <laughs> I am. I, I'm sitting here going, well, we've way blown past a commercial, and I think it's time for us to play a commercial. Don't Please worry, do baby. Commercial. I'll save you. Uh, oh, God, I haven't said, you haven't even asked me what I thought about the movie. I know. Why hasn't Pete got to talk about what he likes? Because you don't, you don't shut up. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, Nate's Mr. Interrupter. Don't think I didn't listen. Don't go away. It could be a grave mistake. Hi, friends. The world got you down. Don't be sad. Listen to $2 Late Fee with Zach and Dustin. $2 Late Fee is the podcast that celebrates the best decade of entertainment, the 1980s. We pick a movie and soundtrack from our youth that we loved and see if it holds up today. We also interview your favorite celebrities from that era. All in the spirit of positivity and togetherness. Check us out at $2LateFee.com. Let the commercials bug you. <laughs> We're back. Awesome. Awesome. So back to bashing hardware? Y- yeah. Yes. Back yeah. to bashing hardware. Oh, did we play uh, the commercials? Pete, you have the floor. I, I'm sorry. Who's what? driving? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Your honor, my witness, would like to testify. I only take direction from uh, Charlie. Pete, I know we kind of glossed past you because I... I, honestly, I kind of lumped you in with Nate. I figured you were just going to oh, be okay. raw, raw, fuck hardware. But no. I will, I, I will, I will give you the floor, Pete. What did? So since there is no you, history with it. What's let your, me tell you my history about? with hardware. Okay, here's my history with hardware. Yes, uh, y'all told me to. We're gonna what? We're gonna cover this. I'm like, okay. So what do I got to do to watch? Okay, so I need to watch the Richard Stanley documentary from the. Uh, Island of Dr. Moreau. Okay, so yep. I watched that. Good and documentary. I listened to, to Corey's Podcasting After Dark's uh, uh, interview with the man, Richard Stanley. Thank you. Uh, so, so, yeah, we, so I listened to that. And then I, uh, what was the, maybe I just watched the movie after that. So, oh, no, uh, there's a couple of YouTube videos that I watched online about hardware. I'm like, okay, so I think I'm prepared for this. And I think I'm kind of excited about this. This sounds like it's an underrated horror movie from the 90s. I like those. And then I watch it. And then we have a good solid 20 minutes of the fuck is going on here. And I'm pretty sure Nate and I went two or three times with each other. Hey, do, do, do you know what's going on here? Uh, I don't know. I mean, people are doing stuff, right? Yeah, people are doing stuff. <laughs> do we have a plot yet? We don't got a plot yet. Um so what's the we don't got a plot okay all right all right so we finally get a plot when the junk is delivered to the gal and as soon as he dumps out all that junk i'm like nate this is gonna christine into a monster isn't it and Nate's like yeah it's gonna do yes yes it is okay so all right all right so sure enough it, it christine's into a monster and then things happen and the boyfriend leaves we did get a nice pair of boobs Thank you. Thank you, movie. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, You're welcome. I gotta watch a I got this this gives me several points towards the movie because if I gotta sit through something like this, I better get some boobs. Uh and they were delightful, by the way. Thank you so much, movie. Um Jill is gorgeous. 
She's a badass. She's yeah. awesome as hell. Yeah. She she can build shit. She's artistic. She's got a cool apartment. And she's all around awesome. She's and she's, she's been awesome. on Seinfeld. Uh, was she? Every, yeah. Every once in a while she looked at the camera and I was like, redhead Denise Richards. Yeah. <laughs> she has very striking that. eyes. I can see that. Yes. I can see that. I can, yeah, her I can eyes, see that. her eyes are so like they're huge. To, uh, and compared to the rest of her face, it was just, it was wonderful. She was lovely. Yeah. Uh, now I forget where I was, I left off. <laughs> Hot. Hot girl. Uh, sure. Um, oh, so the robot becomes sentient and chases her around a four room apartment. Not so suspenseful because there's only four rooms. Mm. It's, it's outside very big. most of the movie. I'm sorry. The robot's outside of the apartment most of the movie. It's outside the window. I thought it was inside. No. It built itself indoors. It built itself indoors. It tried to kill her. When it disappears, it's outside the apartment right. building. Yeah, that's when right. and that's it gets why it linked. comes in and, yeah. and kills uh, so, Porkins. Uh, Ron, Ron Seagal. Seagal. What tells you it's been outside the whole time is when Link piece of shit's looking through the camera watching everything happen mm-hmm. and, and its it face pops yeah. up it's mm-hmm. not behind the blinds or the windows it is outside of the apartment looking at him was and it, it is out raining there outside the... no it's it doesn't okay. rain in the movie they I make a comment about that no they literally go god i wish it would rain because mm-hmm. uh mo's saying he, he's dreaming of rain and then and brandon lee came in and said it can't rain all the time exactly yeah, that was the way better version <laughs> Um, so anyway yeah robots outside most of the time links in the apartment with her till he kills link and anyway it it does pick up toward the end there's a lot of weirdness like when she talks to the robot on yeah she hacked it keyboard yeah Yeah, she hacks it that's that to me i'll i'll admit that one that's a bit of a stretch for me mm, i wasn't i wasn't keen on that one the, the stretch is how friendly and tolerant she is to the pervert Ron Seagal. She's holding a blowtorch and she should have burnt his face the moment he walked in. The moment that he motherfucker started talking. Smelled of Weinstein the moment he walked in that door. And Nate and I are both yelling at the screen like, fucking burn him right now. Burn, yeah. burn him! Burn when him! He, Pete and I were both like, when he put on the glove, we're like, ew! Oh, why does that make it worse? Yeah. Ew! Oh, the so latex glove so is so gross. gross. Especially like in his apartment, you see there's like girls' panties on the wall that you can tell were like and shoes, trophies. And, and baby's shoes. Yes. Yeah. Like no, there it's, are child-sized shoes. Yep. Yeah. 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 It's dark. This is, frankly, but let me tell you. I'm that, down with that. That that makes exactly. that character very, very cool. That makes yeah. it makes when his death. problematic yeah. for sure. I get it. <laughs> but, I get it. But but it 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 does layer, it does put a nice uh chocolate layer on this world. Yeah. Don't uh, use chocolate. Oh, oh, not the Hershey Highway. No, no, <laughs> oh, no. He says that. No. He says <laughs> it. That's why I said I that. No, don't do that. Exactly he says so many gross things. <laughs> oh, and his little song, his wibbly wobbly eyes or whatever. Oh, oh, it, he is You're just so like, disgusting. please let this man be the first one to die. Jackie and, and cheered and, when he died. He, she he was died, like, thank he God he died. It, oh, that's what makes it. Yeah, you know we've we've bitched about other movies where it's like I didn't feel anything, like I have no connection, good or bad. Mm. I want to feel something. This dude, you want him to die the most horrific, painfully way possible. And by God, I think they do. Be sure he did. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Like it gouges his eyes out. Like mm-hmm. he just claws his face. It runs its dick gun through his chest. So he gets mm-hmm. drilled and he bounces the head off of the floor like 20 times. Well, it and, is and also so like in, good. And William Hootkins, you know, defense as an actor. I still don't see Porkins like in him. And I don't. He was, and he was in uh, Dust Devil afterwards uh, with Richard Stanley. And he's got like, you know, the stubbled beard and he looks normal and then you see him and you know as Eckhart and you're like okay we still kind of he looks sleazy but he kind of still looks normal he he should never shave like he just looks grotesque he he needs that beard he's got that weird shaved face but they did it well and that's the that scene where he and her are face-to-face side profile he is the most disgusting slimy piece of garbage and then he licks her freaking nose oh Oh, yeah that's when she should have went off we know she's a very smart well capable character the fact that he was able to lick her nose and get away with it's like no god no i didn't i didn't have a a question i didn't have a problem with how wet everyone looked didn't have a problem with any of that no it's hot your question well, uh, if I understand things correctly, I think age-wise, I'm in between you and Charlie. Um, did this yeah. not pop up on your your radar at all when back in the Ever. day? I Ever. have never heard this movie at all. The I heard this movie that Charlie wanted to watch it, so I went out and I rented Hardware Wars. And I watched <laughs> Hardware Wars, and I was yeah. delighted how ridiculous <laughs> that was. I'm like, we're not, gonna watch not it. The movie. This is gonna be so much fun because this is a really stupid. And he's like, no, Hardware. 1989 <laughs> or 91 1990 or whatever, whatever. Yeah. um i'm like oh shit so like, oh, no <laughs> this one never came up i don't ever remember this in the uh the video store so it must not i mean you guys said that wasn't a very memorable video vcr there worse there were and some that had you, a non let me tell you how important that artwork was back in the 80s and 90s to have a a video cover to draw you in to grab the tape and flip it over. Just like you said, Charlie, I think that's what yeah. you, that's what I said. Flip it, it over and read the synopsis. Like that's interesting. And yeah. I, well, I don't want to pull the old man group, but man, that was, that was a levels of legit thing back in the day. How, well, yeah. what am I going to watch? I'm going to walk in into a blockbuster or your local video store. I'm looking at this cover. This looks awesome. I'm looking at Demon Wind. Like they yeah, needed Demon one. Wind, yeah. 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 They they needed one like they did those like Italian movies. Like they should have. Like the, the that scene's not even in the movie, but it's like one of the most badass posters you've ever seen. Right. One of my favorites is uh, Clint Eastwood's The Gauntlet. The cover of that one where he looks like a freaking uh, Frank Frazetta cover. Mm-hmm. His shirt's ripped. He's got a freaking. 18 pack there's yeah. a hot girl with clothes ripped off of her none of that's in the movie at all of course. <laughs> my favorite vhs cover was a uh, defcon 4 and uh oh, that yeah. movie's trash but the cover still one yeah. of my favorite movie posters of all time yeah. we, we gotta do that again guys we we should we did a uh, we did a top five bc vhs yeah. covers uh yeah, that was a, year, a lot of fun year, oh man that was a good time that was yeah. on uh, uh tubi so or not tubi sorry oh, we did on youtube, YouTube. Yeah, this and, one I've always wanted to see because of that Richard Stanley documentary, because of the clips that are shown in that one. Well, that looks yeah. pretty interesting. Yeah, this was and never on radar. With watching the movie itself and going, okay, that's not what I thought it was. And even then, I was like, 
well, it's 1990. At, at least maybe this will be like a Terminator knockoff. It's like it's it's not even that. You know? No, it's got kind of Terminator esque things. I, matter of fact, there's a lot of things that's even like alien. Like whenever the creatures that's start ordered in alien, the tower. Alien is the closest that this movie. Yeah, I, uh, I don't I don't want to call it a rip off, but if you want to, no, like an homage almost. Movie, alien, we know the very that first yeah. one mm-hmm. after Alien came out, there was a string of movies. That wanted to just be the next alien oh, yeah. creature. We covered the creature. Yeah. 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 Roger um, Corman did a dozen of them. Yeah. And so, yeah. like, when Terminator dropped, same thing, where it's just like, all right, how many killer robot movies can we put out that just kind of copy the blueprints of Terminator? Yeah. Well, that's what Nemesis basically is whenever you watch, whenever you finally watch I can't it. Can't wait to watch it. Yeah. Um, with, with Tom Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> Corey, once again, this is why I brought you on tonight. I know. Is, uh, I had a sneaky suspicion. Let me say some good things about this movie. Can I say sure. something? I want to say some good You movie. absolutely boobs. can. <laughs> but, well, but boobs. First of all, <laughs> let me say some more <laughs> good things good about things. this movie. <laughs> uh, Nobody was a poor actor in this film. Well, Dylan Everyone Dermot. acted well. Shut up. What? Nate like hates Dylan McDermott. I hate no, Dylan no. McDermott. Is that your new feud this year? I no, I don't know yet. He's still thinking. It's not Tom Sizemore, that's for my sure. My platform, Nate can just go to hell right now. Um, love you, Nate. Uh, so everyone was a very good actor in this. They they all deliver their lines well. I, 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 I thought that they all had lived. They were definitely a part of this environment. Um, the The environment itself was heartbreaking disgusting um like this very easily could be our future and back in 1990 as uh, regulations were at that time pollution was a a a serious problem it still is thankfully not as bad but it still is a problem and god like when they're uh taking that boat over that little bitty river and all that foam is up the foam dude i remember that when i was uh fishing with my dad and we would get out of the uh the marina and out into open water there was that foam all over the place like it was it was coming up thankfully enough people have given enough money to the epa and enough recognition that that a lot of that shit's been cleaned up there's a lot more work to do but anyway uh the 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 apartment complex and all the all the set pieces were just they were gross and i loved it they yeah. were beautiful like like it was really lived it in. was thought even, out like really, right even even yeah. was saying it like looked this like a really mess looked good like there's i believe this is a whether it's post-apocalyptic or just uh, a post-environmental failure I think and it's a bit of both. I don't know if they ever actually come out and say it's trying to nuclear survive on a planet that they've completely destroyed. Yeah. The plant doesn't give a shit. It's going to rub you off. And in about a million years, yeah, which it'll is raise the, the planet, it'll yeah. reset itself. Don't you worry about that. It's how we treat the planet so that we can continue to 
live on it. If, if, right. If we're 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 a we're a virus, and the planet's raising uh-huh. its temperature like right. a fever to eradicate the virus. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yup. Uh, that robot say, was bitching. That robot rub us was off. Bitching. Yeah, I, I, I heard it, Nate. I heard did it. Did he say <laughs> that the Earth is going to rub us off? Yeah. It's like. Go on. I heard that. I was like, hot. <laughs> yeah. I'm also like thinking like, all right, Mother well, Nature. I said that, didn't I? Mm, yeah. I did. But I, I, was I, I, I like, I think the off, set design on this is, it's like telling a story, kind of like um, in Blade Runner. You know, it's telling a story of this world where there was this massive overpopulation and then everyone went off world. So now people, like there's less people on Earth now. Um, in Blade Runner. And that's why you have like these people living in like these apartment complexes where there's only like three people living there because it's still a world that's built for a massive mm-hmm. overpopulation. Mm-hmm. Yes, Here, yeah. it sort of felt the opposite where it's like we try to contain things, but now there's so many more people than than we have anything to do with. And that's like when Mo comes back to see her and he's like, what happened to this place? And it's like, ah, a few months ago, someone drove their car through the front. No one's here to fix it. And now everything's gone to shit. And she's living in this little you know, glass bubble where she can't leave because she's this, she's, you know, she's supposed to be this thing of purity to her, you know? And I, I kind of mm-hmm. almost wish there were maybe more deformed people out in the world. You know, maybe that would have right. been just more, it was probably cost prohibitive to not, not do that. But you had, you know, Alvy at the beginning, uh, who, you know, was in, Willow I love as, yeah, I me love too. Him, you know, he, yeah. he was great in Willow as well. Um, yeah. and uh, you know, it's like, so you, they tried to give you this idea that, you know, I think, I think that, you know, we're at, we're, we're in a bad way, but which makes her this like bright spot in the universe where everybody wants. I mean, like Mo wants to have sex with her. Obviously shades wants to have sex with her. The robot wants to have sex with her. Link wants (laughs) to have sex with her. It's because she's like this last pure thing. And she's in, she's encased. Like she's in this impenetrable. Very apparent in the shower scene where her, Skin was so pure and so yeah. white. She's like a porcelain and so doll. Smooth. Yeah, smooth. Right, right. And he was so fake, and dirty, and stuff. That, she's that, yeah. like in this. She's in a self imprisonment almost. She yeah. knows she shouldn't go out. If she steps like, out that door, bad things are going to happen to her. Like, uh-huh. like immediately. And, That's why she and has no you know, one's. Cheap, yeah. And no one's going to watch her back and, you know, shade, you know, and then I like the fact that, you know, you do see shades apartment for that one split second uh, when he's, you know, getting high. He's got a nice apartment. That's because he still has that government job. And I think that is a strong indication of what sort of, again, this all goes to that world building shit that I just, I love it. And you just get these little glimpses and you're like, I'm like thinking to myself, it's like, like how often do shades actually go into space and, and stuff like that? Well, and- so you brought you brought up the the Blade Runner thing about how they they go off world. I I got a feeling of like because you find out Shades is an astronaut, you know, and he goes into space. That we're at the beginning of the government trying to figure out how to get us off world. You got you guys are looking at me confused. You didn't I get that did- Shades was an astronaut. Yeah. Nope. He's- yeah, no, no. He's, he's like a pilot. Come he's on. a pilot. Shades? He's carrying hey, a hey. sack around for the first half of the movie. Right. And during that first half, they're talking about, well, aren't you worried about dying in space? And he's like, and no, that's gonna be the, yeah, he's going to, it's the best way to go because you're gone in an instant. He yeah. goes, once, once you're gone, you're gone, man. There's no, I, there's no suffering. Maybe that has to deal with one of the problems with the seven C's is uh, you do not get closed captions oh, with the movie. You didn't get closed captions and that's, that's real. Honestly, that. that was a rough copy of what we got. 
It's not but, a rough copy. The copy looked great. I've watched this audio wise. It, it was audio wise. Was, was okay. A little, we audio were well, was bad. We because I've watched this on VHS the most. DVD maybe once or twice. What's funny is I told Pete I was like with the infrared scenes and stuff. I was like, this looks terrible, but it probably looked pretty cool on a CRT. Oh, it looked amazing <laughs> on a small television because that's what it was yeah. made for. Like it wasn't made right. for widescreen. I will it say it's on Blu-ray. I gotta say, <laughs> yeah. I will say I think he did go maybe a tad heavy-handed with it because we get it from Link and the creature, and to me it was just a little. And that, not to mention that it is such a huge stark contrast when they go into the bathroom for the first time, where it's like totally bright white, white tiles everywhere. Now you can finally see what the robot looks like, but unfortunately, it was on fire and the paint job is gone. Which I did. That reminds me, I meant to tell let's, you guys. That's let's talk about the paint an, job. That is not an American flag well, that she painted stars, on. Stars, stripes, red, white, and blue. Like it has stars, but not the stars from the American flag. They are stars of nighttime, and the other side are supposed to represent rays of light coming off, like a sunburst. I mean, almost like a, like the, like the like if you like the Japanese sort of you know with the the rays yeah exactly. Out. And then I mean, he was like. The rising the documentary, sun. He's like he, they, you know, they did it, and they're like, "Hey, look at it." And they're like, "Uh, that's the American flag." Like, exactly. like they like they saw it immediately, but that wasn't the intent. But at the same time, it kind of works, though. No, I as, mean, that's, that's, I'm looking at a picture right no. now. Like, that's the American flag, right? No, there, <laughs> nobody, nobody who watches this thinks that that isn't. No, the as a kid, that, agree. Was, that, yeah. was, that was as the American kid, flag. Yeah. I thought it was but American flag too. Yeah. The intention, uh, Nate, if you look more, there's actually a profile shot of the robot. You'll actually see the stars look like stars in the sky that she painted off to the side, but because they keep the robot almost always full frontal, you only see the stars and bars. Or Orion mm. on that side of the face. Maybe. Well, right. then you'll, you'll see that in certain scenes, but that was the original intent. Also, because it's supposed I, to go back to uh, Shiva, the god of death and destruction and, and rebirth, yeah, we got and that's that, why he's the Mark. We got that the, weird montage at the at the end of the movie where it was like they wanted to be two thousand one, a space odyssey. Well, yeah, they did that but, psychedelic bullshit, and then Shiva yeah. at the end. But and then all Shane, it takes is a normal no, baseball bat you're, to destroy you're going the technology. Too far. <laughs> it's uh, Kali, is what yeah, Kali, it is. is that Kali? Uh, and Sh Shades actually has like a. Mm -hmm. like a shrine to it whenever he's doing the drugs i got watching it now like even just watching it yesterday i went she's sleeping with shades yeah and they're keeping sure. it secret what I, yeah. there's like there's no that whole that? interaction when mo comes in the first time to show her she is fully interested in what shades is saying to her because mo even goes i got you a present they keep talking and mo has to go hey i got you a present and opens it and then when she starts showing Mo affection, because there's a whole other thing going on where Mo is the protector. She even says it, you know, and then he He's makes a the shitty comment. Protector. That's for that, damn sure. That she I mean, you're wrong, mate. I mean, he is no, shitty. He's not. a shitty person. But she, he even makes the comment, she feels safer when I'm here. And when he goes to Shades, like, Shades, like, I keep an eye on her. And he goes, what'd you say? He goes, I keep an eye on her. And he goes, you keep doing that. Shades get this really weird look on his face, like, Oh, you're cool with me keeping an, keeping eye, on an her. eye on her. 
Like there's I, a connection, and then he backs his way out of the apartment when they start hugging. Yeah, and it's that awkward. Like I'm the third wheel. I'm in love with her, which is why he immediately goes and does drugs. <laughs> yeah, like he's like every bit of that is he is fully involved with her, but she is taking who is gonna do her the most protection. Mo's home. She's with Mo because it's, he's the he, alpha. Mo's the alpha, and yeah. I think she's you know she's probably attracted to that. But I think she's also she understands I guess her worth in this society, and I think exactly. she knows that she needs. I think she knows if she walks out that door, Mo's a better chance of protecting her than Shades is. Now he I makes never, the comment like I'm the fittest. Like yeah. when she goes the survival, survival of the fittest. The fittest. Goes, well, that's yeah, me. I'm the fittest. Yeah, there's even and a I point where. I always took it as, and, and and I do, I think there was an argument to say that, yeah, Shades is, is fucking her, but I also think, it, I, think I, I also kind of more took it as like, he's in love with her, but they're not having sex, but he is like sort of in love with her type of thing. But I still think ultimately, either way you look at it, I think Shades has feelings for her behind Mo's back that Mo what, is not aware of. It's, what led me to think that without you know, making her out to be more, you know, I don't want to make her out like she's the villain when they get done with making love and they're laying down for a night. Mo uh, puts his arm around her and he goes, I love you. And I had to back it up because I wanted to make sure I heard what she says. She goes, so, and then goes to sleep. And that's, and I love that scene because Mo, I, I don't think she's awake. I think, I think she might no, be dreaming she's like or something in that so, mid sleep. Yeah. Thing. And then Mo kind of rolls over and then kind of curls up and has it's just it's such a sad like it's sleeping pose. Sad. And I'm just yes. like, I don't I don't think Mo's the best character, like as in a human being. I don't think he's probably the best person. No. He's probably fucking other people like out there in the wastelands and shit. But like, I do think he loves her. And I, like, I think he loves the idea him. of her. Yeah, this idea. Yeah, he probably loves the idea of her she's more so like, than her. Like you said, she's like the perfect you know, being in this world right now. Like she's not the only female, but she's got, and this, you even mentioned Fury Road earlier. And I get that whole thing where, you know, where he's got this harem of the perfect women and that's who he'll breed with in Fury Road. It kind of gives a little bit of that feel to this, where she's isolated from everyone else. Only certain people have access to her. And she just doesn't, she's just in survival mode. She is just, they're existing uh but yeah i i got a lot of as an adult watching this i got a lot of shit as a kid that i didn't pay a oh, lick of yeah, attention to whatsoever cool setting killer robot lots of blood yeah on fire as a kid this was everything <laughs> i loved in a movie so but as an adult, I'm like, I see that scene and I see Mo curling up like that. And we've all been broken up with. We we understand oh, yeah. sort of that that pain, you know, that he has. He's like, I think he that is that moment where he's like, maybe I'm not good enough for her, you know, type of thing. And he has like, I don't know. I I felt the emotion there and everything. I did, too. I, <laughs> Nate's, that, like, Nate's like, <laughs> nope. no, not at Nate, all. Nate's Can literally sitting here going, right now, I don't like, even know where no. that scene is. That's no, I know doing. exactly where that scene is. I'm just like. No, Shades is just on drugs and just like falls into a, a thing of pillows. And Pete and I went, yep, been there after too many drinks. That was funny. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah. And let me go put my trousers on yeah, and it falls I, into yeah. the pillows. Everything yep, that Corey just said like, at the same time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, uh, everything Corey just said, I'm like, nah. <laughs> nah, he's on drugs. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's Shades. Corey was talking about Mo. 
Oh, I mean, even with Mo, Mo, I'm like, nah, they're just banging. (laughs) 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 He hasn't seen her in a while. That's his, like, piece that he comes home to when he's back in wherever the fuck they are. And he's like, I know this is a sure thing. And then I'll go back to the desert for whatever reason. And for my desert hotties. Yeah, well, I guess. Yeah. I'm going to give me some desert poon. Don't worry, I'll be right this back. Is, well, now he does say he's he's back for good this time, though. That was yeah, like one right. of the things he is, was saying. Do we really believe anything that Dylan well, McDermott has to say? I do, because there's nothing wrong with Dylan McDermott. <laughs> oh, are but, you sure about that? I have no beef with the I've man. Never heard I don't know. Hate on Dylan I have neither. <laughs> Where is this hate coming from? Jai Courtney, I understood. Okay. Yeah, I understood. <laughs> That hate, even though I loved him as Captain Boomerang, but I understood it. But why now? Why this one? Also, Billy Zane was just as weird. Yeah, Billy Zane had it coming. You just hate handsome men. That's what it is. He has a type. Yeah, I have a type, and he doesn't fall in that wheelhouse. And if you're not part of my type, I don't like you. (laughs) Oh... God, sigh. This is God. I'm so glad I'm not having to do this by myself. I'd have probably just trying, Charlie. Yeah, you're doing fantastic. Great job. And you know, it's like he's the cool friend of the group, and we're like, oh god, we get to hang out with the cool guy this time. Cool. And I feel like I might be butchering it. No, no, it's (laughs) great. Charlie's like, don't embarrass me in front of my new friend. Not even my new friend, my old friend. Yeah, don't embarrass me in front of my old friend. I'm getting shades of Deep Star Six here, but I guys, I gotta admit, I also love the feast episode, so I do enjoy like when things don't go, you know, well. We, it makes we for better it. radio, I should say. And I, I will say, and Corey is not unknown to this because he had Zach wasn't as brutal as you two jackals, but he <laughs> did not have any love for this movie. My biggest yeah. shocker with Zach was uh, Black Christmas. I didn't understand him not liking that one. That was my biggest Whoa. shocker. He's wrong. He's I just wrong. watched it for the first time, <laughs> and I was like, I was I like, it's good. It's not great, but it's good. Like it's I, creepy. You admitted you're like, yeah, it's got some no, creepy the phone vibes, calls are yeah. legitimately the best part. They're creepy as hell. But right. that, I was like, eh, it's all right. No, it's the, good. the way Bob Clark shoots uh, Christmas lights, that's the best part of the movie. Especially if you watch a Christmas story after you watch yeah, Black Christmas, yeah. he has a style is, of the way I love his. I love Bob Clark's Christmas lights. They're the big ones, yes. and they kind of like bleed into the frame, and that's so good. I, I want those for Christmas next, next time. Just, just <laughs> yeah. because of me not being the Christmas guy. Why, why do I feel like lately you are not paying attention to any of the movies no, no, we've thrown I do. up here? I do. It's just for whatever reason. We've you know, been for on, a like, little weird... while, I felt real bad for shitting on Brotherhood of the Wolf. Now I don't feel bad no, anymore. I don't know why. I don't feel bad at all. I brought a very artistic piece to the podcast to bring some shit. class around here. <laughs> My movie was over in 90 minutes. Yours took two hours and 20 minutes Yours to get over. Yours like it was two hours and 20 no, minutes, didn't. sir. Yeah, you're both right. No, I, I watched it twice today just having it on. You watched it I saw you in the Wolf in the Theater, and then after listening, I was like, oh, maybe you're going to rewatch that again. I was like, no, nope, no, nah, I'm not going to rewatch it now. It's awesome. It's so good. (laughs) Apparently, there's a three hour director's cut. So, who knows? All right. Well, she she does destroy the robot. And I will say, Corey, I didn't, I've never seen the the documentary. And you listening to what you said fixed that ending for me. Uh, When she goes, 
you know, to town on the robot with the baseball bat. Cause I'm like, Jesus, like Chloe, my little daughter could swing a baseball bat harder than, th- than she can. Ooh, but she to find out, that but she broke two bats, two yeah. bats. Yeah. Filming. What? Yeah, it, oh, she yeah. was so um, mean. I, yeah, on the I, the, the I, behind I, the scenes. I mentioned the, that, Nate. Like, okay. That yeah, on the documentary, her, I, like her mom died? had just passed recently yeah. or something, so she like had this like actual Almost like you know this anger happen. in her, and and also too probably it's it's was post wine her pushing Weinstein away mm-hmm. maybe yeah. so she didn't say I'm just kind of speculating there, but maybe it was all that anger. But she yep. calls out yeah. her mom had just recently passed, and she kind of had that anger about it. Damn, everything. my my wish was. Why didn't you use some of the footage of when she's actually wailing on it and mix it in to where she's trying to keep from breaking the bat? Because at the end, you don't see her break the bat, but the bat's broken laying on the you floor it, when it yeah. shows the robot. Yeah. yeah. I would well, have loved she even if you just got it on that last one. It's at a crook. It's at like a 90 degree. You can I think see she's, it. I think she's swinging a broken bat for the rest yeah. of yeah. the yeah. thing. So she's holding it. Like, Jesus, guys, get some wrap tape on that or something. Make it look like a bat. Um, I was like, that was always my biggest letdown till I heard that. And I was like, you know, I can forgive that mm-hmm. knowing that little bit of tidbit. And I was so glad I, that you told you said that on your episode. I was like, that fixes this ending for me. I, I still mean, wish he was the- using like an axe, but, you know, the baseball bat is what they had. I mean, in you know, with the documentary and everything, she is pretty favorable about the movie. Like she's pretty proud of this film and she, I don't, during yeah, the, the scene where the, the, dr- the drill was going to get her, um, like apparently uh, most of the crew, uh, kind of protested that scene because they were like, it's too sexual and everything. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, even she was like, no, I'm first off, it doesn't get me. And second off, I destroy it. So it's, it's feminism, you know? So yeah. she but, breaks the dick drill. Like they yeah, make she breaks it off. Yeah. She breaks it off. So, it, to me, it's nothing like the Evil Dead branches. No, like it doesn't go. I think the way. Evil Dead branches and Evil Dead that uh, that's much more sleazy than absolutely. Than that is totally sleazy. And I mean, yeah. and I, we've Nate and I covered Jack Frost. There's a you know yep. an innuendo uh, to that happening. Yep, that was an accident though. One one. Scene yeah, but they left the it room. in, so it makes it a little weirder. Yeah, it but does. It does. Um, I like that. I do like that. She's like the final girl. She, she ends up winning it and everything. They, it does get a little weird with everyone like crowding around her. Like, Oh no, lay back down, do this. And then she's like swinging the bat at them as they're going up the steps. It felt clumsy. Like they definitely could have done a whole lot better if they were trying to like prevent her from going in and don't knock out my boy. Who's just trying to stop you from going into the apartment. Like she yeah. was his name, Lawrence or something like that. She cold cocks that dude right in the head and runs right into that apartment. I was like, I felt bad for that guy. And then he gets shot mm-hmm. in the head. Right. Yeah. When, you, when I haven't seen it in 20 years, I had forgot about that. And I literally went, Oh shit. Like that gun goes off. Boom. He's dead. I was like, damn. Like Every that. time. Every time Chief gets cut in half like that, I, it, it takes me back to that Fangoria issue. I mean, like, and kind of earlier uh, to Pete, what Pete was saying about not having seen it, you know, in the in the stores, I might have passed over it as well if it wasn't for the coverage Fangoria gave oh, it Fangoria, back in the day. Yeah. And I mean, right. I I watched a lot of horror movies because of Fangoria. Yeah, well, we've had plenty of times we've talked about Fangoria influence and Ch- movies. Children of the eighties and nineties. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we, Even we if you just saw it on the newsstand, those, it had a, those yeah. that was they knew how to put something on the cover to make you want to open it up and look mm-hmm. at it. You know, oh, <laughs> not yeah. like some other movies. I was terrified I, to watch Motel Hell because there was a picture of the farmer with a pig on his head and a chainsaw fair. in his hands, and I'm like, I am never watching this movie again. <laughs> and I kind of dearly love Motel Hell t- to this day because. It's just Pete, it's a it's a fucking Pete, I'm, I'm with you on oh yeah Pete, I'm with yeah. you 100 I I I was scared of that the cover as a kid I mean there's terrified some covers, like me. I, I wouldn't watch it but I just watched it for the first time I think like a year and a half ago fucking it's loved great. it I was like this movie's it's great so good yeah it's so well, good there's a Vince's fine line meets meat man's gotta eat yeah there's a <laughs> fine line that they actually had to hit Nate nine Nate knows this that. I was terrified of Slaughterhouse, the cover of it with that giant oh, movie, yeah, yeah. That, machete, that I wouldn't pick that one up. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to uh-huh. physically touch it because <laughs> the cover scared me to death. That's the power yeah. of covers, though. Yeah. Indeed. That, yeah. It's like, it man, why, how, lost why art form. It is. Oh, God, yeah, I wish yeah. they would bring. Get rid of the floating heads. All right, boys. Well, I think we've talked through it. We can do a little bit more as we get into the things now. So let's get into our raining blood. Not a lot, but I enjoy the kills in this movie. There are five. So Is definitely five? Yeah. So you have four. you have uh Artie at the beginning, mm-hmm. the junk dealer. Yep. Uh you have uh uh Link Harvey no. Harvey, Harvey Weinstein. Yep. Um, right, right, yeah. you you have Mo, you have Oh yeah, Mo. That's right. Cap and then, no. and then yeah. Lawrence or Laurel, Chief, Chief son chopping half. Yeah, yeah. Chief. Okay. Yeah. Chief. Yeah. Oh, you got five in <laughs> this. Corey, when you said Chief chopping half, I'm like, I, is that? I don't remember any Native Americans in this. <laughs> oh, <laughs> when you chop the chief with? No, oh, okay. Oh man, that's a <laughs> that character was in the three and a half hour director's cut of Brotherhood of the Wolf. Um, no. so. <laughs> yeah, yes. No. So yeah, uh, five people bite it. Uh, not a lot, but uh, to me, I think they're quality kills. They made it into Fangoria, so that says a lot. Let's pick our favorites. At least me and Corey will pick our favorites. Oh, there's what do you think? zombie kill of the week. There's like two. <laughs> I will say though, I laughed out loud right before we started recording. I was finishing up, and when uh, Mo finds Artie, you know the junk dealer dead, he's laying there dead, and he's looking towards the camera, and the papers fall on his face. Mm-hmm. And Mo picks up that Mark Thirteen. He picks up the paper. Artie's looking the other direction, yep. but still dead. Yeah. Oh, is it? And I yeah. busted out laughing. Yeah. I've never seen it till now. <laughs> I about died. I was like, wait, is he still alive? <laughs> no, nope, he's still dead. He's dead. At least in, the, at least in this okay. movie, a bird didn't shit on him. So, you know. That's true. That did happen in Willow. Um, so, yeah, let's uh, 
<laughs> Nate, Nate what, what's your what's your favorite? Get it out of the way. I mean, there's only two kills that have gore in this movie, and of those two, I'm gonna pick the one where the pervert gets murdered <laughs> because it I want to see the brutal. pervert die. Obviously, um, yeah, that that's my kill of the week. Because fair, oh, that's a good two. one. That's a good one. Pete, what about you, Bubba? Yeah, uh, <laughs> what is it? Uh, Ron Harvey Seagal. Weinstein's death. Yeah, Ron, Ron Seagal. Ron, Ron Seagal just just pulling his eyeballs out or shoving them in. Whatever it I, did to it, it wasn't pretty. Both Nate and I went, oh, <laughs> it was it was good. So yeah, it, uh, it's legit brutal. Yeah, but. Ron Seagal. Corey, what about you, brother? What's your favorite one out of all this? I mean, obviously, Chief was the one that brought me to the movie, but uh, I got to go with Mo. It's not gory. I get it, you know, but at the same time, I think it's beautiful. I've seen so many movies that have just the worst death scenes you've ever seen, like even like Marvel and stuff. It's like death scenes are are hard to do. And and I thought this one was just absolutely beautiful. It's a beautiful death. And uh I loved it, and because I don't hate Mo. I was cheering. I was like, "Yeah, finally!" <laughs> God, no, no, no. Um, just because we're all arguing already tonight, I think I'm going to go with Chief's death because not only is it it's pretty freaking gory, gross. and there's blood spurting on someone yeah. the whole time. But it also just reminds me of the death in Deep Star Six when, you know, the captain mm -hmm. gets cut in half by the hatch. Only this one shows you more gore than Deep Star Six did. did. So I'm like, ah. I love that Harvey Weinstein dies so graphically in this. It is the one that sticks with you probably the most because it's just drawn out. It's the way it should be. And it's a piece of shit character. But the shock of Chief dying, you know, he gets crushed. You think they're going to get him out of there and he falls down and then that door just shoot. The only thing dead. is like they introduce that character just to kill him kind of thing. Yeah, like, ah, like just, most movies. Well, yeah, like, just let like Shades be the guy yeah. that gets cut in half instead. I'm just the hot, big titty blonde in the movie. I am such an important character dead. So no, how different? No. How different I'm true is Perry any of that? In scream, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that I'm was Rose McGowan, and I'm gonna try to crawl through the doggy door. <laughs> I, it's my least, I hate that kill. I hate the Rose McGowan kill, right. yeah. The Rose McGowan one's really bad because that garage door, I don't care how tiny she is, that garage door wasn't opening. No, 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 they don't no. work like that, no. they're balanced, it doesn't work like that. It's got okay. a safety feature, so that, exactly, Pete. Good job, yeah. all right, boys. Let's. God, let's rate this. <laughs> Guys, oh, oh, it's okay. He just wanted his machete back. There's a lot of stress over here on Joe's face. <laughs> yeah, he's real red. He's like, God, why did I pick this one? Uh, 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 <laughs> I know why I picked it, because I actually do enjoy you this like movie. It. You like it, right? <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, I literally, I don't think anything Nate and, and Pete are saying is invalid. Like, Except for except when, you know, you guys, when you get things wrong, like her swinging in down the alley or something like that. Right. But like, you or, know. Hey, we were both just like, wait, <laughs> no, I what? <laughs> I just wish I was sitting there with you guys and just, could just sort of aim you a little bit more. But, so hey, but the stuff that times. you're saying, I don't think you're invalid in, in saying it. I, everyone's opinion is valid. You're about I'm 80%, trying to be nice. guys. You're about 80%. <laughs> That's very nice. Very PC. Right. I love it. Pete, Pete rank okay. this thing before I let Nate go. All right. Uh, I thought the aesthetics of the universe or, or the, the, the world was, was really cool. I thought the acting was wonderful. The, the gore 
what we got was awesome. The robot was bitching. Uh, just, just the 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 general ick of everything was wonderful, and I was bored and confused. Man, and I don't. It's not a recommend. It's but I'm gonna give it a four because Ouch. I don't recommend it, but I don't hate it. All those positives you just said, and I, you gave it I a four. I can't recommend. I can't recommend it. Well, I think in Pete's defense, like, he gave four positives, so that like actually a, makes sense. Like yeah, a, like a, a five <laughs> is like go see it. A four is like skip it. Don't uh, bother. A five, I, I would more say like on our scale, a five is kind of like take it or leave it. You know, it's like if you want to watch it, watch I, it. If you don't want to watch it, I'm not going to tell you to go towards watch it. Leave it then. So it's a four. Oh my god! Yep. All right. Nate, you Nate's ready. ready. Nate's got a cock yeah, out. I'm ready. No, it's my. Um, I'm pulling the <laughs> birthday thirst. card. Um, Nate doesn't get to rate this movie. No, no, oh, no. no. <laughs> what? That's not how this works. <laughs> it's all get my to rate birthday. It. I do what I want. I'm the birthday boy. Nope, nope. This comes out on my birthday. I am literally the birthday boy. You gonna you gonna do this to me? Is that what a pre Madonna? Oh, I'm the pre-Madonna. I don't have feuds <laughs> with oh. fictional characters. Oh, I do. My whole life. <laughs> can I go now? Nick, yes, you can go now. Yeah, it's a two. No, I'm I knew it was going to be a two. I, <laughs> I meant I I get, get out. This. I just did this. I didn't yeah, say I felt, go I on your my soul. I, yeah, I did not. I knew he was going like, to. Two's worse than one. We're both just like, what? Why? What? And just like, how... It wasn't it, like it boring, boring, times. but it was like insulting, boring. So it was really weird. Oh my! And yeah, God. I don't ever want to watch this movie again or think about it ever again. Like, I'm glad that I don't have to think about this movie. <laughs> I'm picking it for my I'm birthday think about next this movie year. For the rest of the night, <laughs> <laughs> I'm picking it for my birthday next year. Judge Dredd and Hardware the Redo. Oh, I'm down with Judge Dredd. Let's do that one again. Yeah, Pete I love Judge Dredd. Dredd. I, nice. I dug it. I can't wait to listen right. to that episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Corey, what about you, brother? My backup, my brother at arms, my brother from another mother. What are you rating hardware? I mean, it, for me, this is a nine, guys. I love this movie. <laughs> yeah! I don't give a crap. I'll die on that hill. I will absolutely die on that hill. This is a nine, but I get it. This is like a Corey nine. It's probably about a 7.5 in reality, but for me, it hits everything that I want. This is a Corey nine. I mean, the seven point five in reality is like if everyone in the world is high on whatever the robot. <laughs> everyone kills shades. You yeah, everyone is shades, right? <laughs> but no, my official rating for this it's a freaking nine. I love wow. love this movie. Wow. Okay. Bless you. I think that's wonderful. Did that help, yeah. Charlie? <laughs> that, that totally helped. You're like, you feel better now? <laughs> because guess what? You're not dying alone on that hill. I'm giving it a nine. Yeah. <laughs> that's what he did for his other birthday pick. Hardware for life, baby. <laughs> yeah, oh. baby. <laughs> I love this movie. I do. I I, I honestly, I, it's worth it to go pay the, the hundred over to get it on blu-ray because i don't know if it will ever get a redo I from don't another think any movie i could spend a hundred bucks on Ooh, that's rough i'd spend like, usually bucks on if something man. goes yeah. over like eight bucks i'm like ooh, do mm. i <laughs> charlie After... have you seen dust devils 
I have not. Now, I, now I listened to the YouTube, episode yeah. today, and I think I need to sit down and watch Dust Devil. That is the one with Jeffrey. It, basically, it's the Nomad it's at the beginning one. of this movie, as far as looks. Yeah, right? and it's played by um the play by the guy who plays uh, Robocop and Robocop Three. Uh, Robert, oh. not Robert Patrick, John Robert Patrick. He's what John is Patrick, name? I think, is so, what yeah. it is. No, yeah. it's not a it's not a sequel, Pete. It's his other movie he did. It's actually kind of a supernatural. Yeah, it's it's what? supernatural. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea Field is in it. Um, you can find it on like Amazon Prime or whatever. But it's the theatrical cut. Um, there is a director's cut that is is so much more to it. Then I'll I'll source that out. I I'll hit up my dude that I got this from and see if he's uh, if you if it. you can then hit me up because I have not you know uh, I would. Uh, seen seen that. I will <laughs> work my magic. Boys. Yeah, that's it, brother. <laughs> Especially when we get the director's blessing. I don't feel bad at all now. Yep. Uh, he was like, nope, go ahead and do it because you can't get it any other way. So just, you know, if you and that, that, that's my whole argument. Whenever you make it impossible yep. for me to find, then or if a Blu-ray's a hundred dollars and I UK, want my friends to watch it, yeah. There's a UK DVD for the director's cut of Dust Devil, but that's another one that's like ninety dollars on Amazon. But you or need like mm. a region-free player. Thankfully, the world got shit together for 4K and went. You know what? All 4K is just going to be. Yeah, we're done free. with region. Is that yeah. is that how it's yeah. officially? Yeah, yeah 4Ks are yeah. region locked. Okay. Oh, great. so. I picked up the um the second site um it follows uh you know 4K that they put out and the 4K works but second sites a, like a UK company yep. so and the Blu-ray the Blu-ray, the Blu-ray, Blu-ray won't won't play on which on has my probably play. all Whoa. the special features. Yep. I will say um oh crap uh, Umbrella um an Australian company called Umbrella they put out Blu-rays uh, and they had they put out like the uh, the Dolph Lundgren Punisher one um yep. and they have like the Mega director's Forced. cut and everything they make everything region free. Yep. Nice. Mega Force nice. I got from them is nice. reason free. Yeah, so. all their yeah umbrella stuff is great, but yeah, Second Sight. The only thing that works is the the 4K. I didn't know that. I was like, I thought that was maybe a rights thing, like maybe the rights for 4K. But so all 4Ks are just yeah, all region 4Ks free. are re- region free. So if I buy a 4K. So this is something Zach and I have actually been talking about that we want to do is is get region free players so we can start getting you know mm, UK has so many shit. good Arrow Blu-rays mm, so yeah. we'll, oh, God, will Arrow, a US will a US 4K player then play um, region two Blu-rays or does it only have to be a 4K? Ooh, that's I've a good never, question. I've never oh, tested no that. Yeah. I can I'll ask and find out. But okay. my my Xbox is 4K and I have no problem playing any of like I popped. I immediately wanted to test because I know you umbrella said it worked, but you're like, I never really know that Blu-ray played beautifully. And every 4k I've picked up is always the same 4k. Like there's not been like a German 4k released of a movie. Most of the time it comes out everywhere. You might have to order it from Germany. Yeah. 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 But if you get it, it'll play for the shipping. You'll, you'll get, you'll get the, uh, the the other cover they usually get different cover art yeah they get they like get that. some really i follow some german uh people on instagram they, they post some, some really cool beautiful ones. covers mm-hmm. i did get the um the werewolf tv series um on dvd from from france oh, cool. and that's that's region free but it costs just as much for the shipping as it was for the for the dvd <laughs> set so that's that's it's never going to come in america we're never going to get it because they can't ex- they can't extract the soundtrack from the show from the masters and the first right. episode has like a Mike and the mechanic song and stuff like that. And it's just, it'll never oh. come out in the U S so we're, we're going to start trading tapes here. Let's go. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> Werewolf man. Love that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
it's one of the reasons it's taken so long for them to get uh, moonlighting to us. Because it's, it's of always it's music. It's always music rights. It's always really? oh, freaking music sense. rights. That makes sense. Which is surprising that that's not the reason hardware was so hard to get a hold of. That they didn't ding us for the ministry or Motorhead I, or I don't think any of that stuff. Wants to release it. It's it's something. No, it came no, out. It's they're not going to make any money off. Literally of it. a cult movie. Like there's a following <laughs> for this movie, guys. <laughs> yeah, fifty percent of your podcast right now likes it. I mean, you got I, like I see two that. knuckleheads. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the da- the downloads will it will reveal all. We'll okay? see. We'll that's, see. That's, that's exactly <laughs> that's hard the lowest downloaded episode yet. Yeah. <laughs> will it beat Monkey Kung Fu? Yeah. Oh no, because Monkey that Kung thing has turned into a curse. That is <laughs> a curse, and I knew it was going to happen because he wished it. Um, <laughs> maybe all wishes uh, are curses. Maybe Dead Snow Two might be in that list. I'm not oh, Dead Snow Two. Okay. Sure. Now that one's yeah. a flop. <laughs> yep, that one. That, that one's one a flop. They're, they're not all uh, winners, right? You know, who you picked, can't all hit dingers. Who picked that one? <laughs> I don't want to talk right? about it. Can we get right. into the uh, things? I got another podcast I got to jump on in 20 minutes. Oh, do you really? That's right. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> oh, nice. Just for that, since I didn't get my other birthday present, I'm getting this one. You're not allowed to do trash review. No, oh, I found a good one. Can I at least read no. one one line? No. Because it'll defend def- Pete and I. That mm. defeats the purpose of when I say no, no one trash line. reviews. One line. No. no. People. Just I have know. honored it for you guys before. You're going to honor it one time for me. <laughs> yeah, but I found one that's going to shut you and uh, Corey up because it's like, oh, oh not, it no, wasn't no, just no, Pete no. and I that thought this. <laughs> it then wasn't Corey just Pete and just I. say there's nothing you guys really said that's wrong except for Dylan McDermott. Yeah, I but love there's Corey. There's nothing you really said anything was wrong. I'm not going to lie. Corey. I am kind of intrigued by what this review yeah, is, though. Yeah, God see? Just I the get one nothing line. for my birthday then. Huh? That's just it. I get yeah. nothing. <laughs> you, don't get, you don't get the drop. So read. Okay, I don't want the drop. I just want this line. Oh, you know what? No, no, Hold no on. I don't no. want the drop. I don't, no. don't give me no. the drop. No, Why, give me the no. drop. Do the other drop. No, do the other drop. no That's don't exactly do the other drop. what I'm doing. No. I'm doing don't the other do the... drop. Yo, I'm doing. Yeah, yo, no, no. Why is that no. still? Why haven't you deleted that from your computer? For reasons like this. Hey, Nate. You're trash, kid. Yeah, but it's still worth it. Hey, you gonna read that? This person said, "My personal favorite." The Asian lady who is banging on her ceiling about the noise, then suddenly lives in the building opposite. <laughs> she must be a time lord. We weren't the only ones, Pete. See? I found a trash review You're that trash, had, you know, Pete and I's back. <laughs> I never thought that was the hill they were going to try to die she on. I didn't see it. Lord. I didn't see that coming at all. <laughs> no, I didn't see this coming at all. Because she lives beneath them. I and don't know see, how. Or does she live like across this. from them? She you see like a, her do a half circle and go in. You know what? You she, must have Richard Stanley's phone number. Text him right now. I'm gonna, I'm <laughs> gonna hit him right now. I'm yeah, like these two knuckleheads, Stanley, and let him know. Yeah. She literally John McClane's out of the window. Okay, that's exactly what <laughs> I would die laughing. He went, "Yeah, she lives across the street." You guys didn't figure that out? <laughs> yeah. I just, no way <laughs> she lives. Across. She would be banging on the ceiling. I would accept. He says, that tell, answer. "Tell Pete and Nate they're right." <laughs> yeah, or I'd also accept. Like I don't know, I was on a lot of drugs, man. What do you want from me? <laughs> I was on a was. magic trip, hunting down crystals. That's, I don't that's know. That's gonna be it. Although he's probably. 
I would love it if he was like, no, literally, she John McClane's out of there. Didn't you see her walk on glass in this movie? <laughs> yeah, He's totally yeah, John McClane. I, I went, John McClane, when it happened. <laughs> I, I mean, this, and this, no, it's not a Christmas movie, is this? No, it's not. No, this is no, a, it's Christmas a Christmas movie. movie. It's a Christmas, Christmas movie. movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he makes the joke about. And there are several what? trees in it. Yep. Several when horror trees, yeah. When you used to be Santa's elf when he's talking to, <laughs> to the Alby. junk dealer, Alvy. <laughs> yeah. I, I totally forgot there was any like Christmas lines in this. And I thought at the <sighs> beginning where he goes, you know, it's Christmas. Like it, he was just using it like a, you know, it, yeah. it, it's a good day. I got something. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. like it's legit like Christmas in this movie. I was like, uh, when dude is doing the nasty shit in his apartment. Freaking Silent Night is playing in the background. Is okay. it? I missed that. Yeah. yeah no, I caught that. that on the last time because it's right before she says so. So I had backed it up to rehear what she said because no subtitles. And I was like, are they playing a yeah. Christmas song while he's doing that? I was like, oh, it was that dude was gross. But, yeah. 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 But he, he died so well. We all agree on something. <laughs> we, we do. We do agree. <laughs> it'd be weird if one of us didn't agree with that. Yeah, okay? it would be. No, I that feel like the hero would be movie, getting fired. Right? <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Oh, no, I didn't no, understand no. why that hero got killed off. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, the, once again, more chaos from us, but it's on my birthday, so it's fine. I, I fully expected this tonight. Which is why I brought back up my brother from another mother. Corey is here. Corey, will you tell everyone where else they can find you? Oh, yeah, sure. You guys can find me over on Podcasting After Dark. Um, I am also, you know, on the Instagram page or whatever, Podcast After Dark uh, at Instagram, you know. I'm not really on Facebook that much, so you can find us on Instagram. He's but yeah, not. we're on, He's really not. I'm not. <laughs> fuck that. Um, but yeah, you can find us on all the podcatchers and everything. And of course, we have a Patreon page. And uh, over there, we're, we're covering all the uh, John Carpenter movies from beginning to end. Um, actually, we are wrapping it up right now. Um, it's called the Carpenter Factor on Patreon, but um, mm. um, we just finished because we just covered that Suburban Screams um, episode that he did, uh, and um, that was trash. Which one did he do? He did the last one, the sixth one. Oh, I didn't even uh, get to that part. Oh, it's <laughs> it's so bad. Spoiler! I'll give you guys a spoiler. It's so effing bad. Um, so, <laughs> well, now we're, I gotta see it. To, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you don't need to see it. it. We're about to move on to our next auteur. And right now we have a uh, poll going on between um, Ken Wiederhorn, who did uh, Shockwaves and um, Return of the Living Dead Part 2. And uh, uh, Joe Bagos, who did uh, VFW and um, Christmas Bloody Christmas. And Don Coscarelli, who's done Phantasm and John nice. Dyson, yada, yada, yada. I think you pretty much suspect who is in yeah. John Coscarelli. I, I could guess who's going to probably pull that one out at the yeah. end. So there, we'll tackle the, We wanted a shorter auteur next time because we've been covering John Carpenter for mm. two two years in a in two yeah, months. Yeah, oh, it's been a while. Say, it's yeah. been a while, man. Yeah. Yeah, and our, our friend of ours wants us to do Wes Craven, but he's got even more movies. No. And I'm like, that's, it's like two and a half years worth. It's like we got to do something a little bit shorter, you know. And so. do you, would you like have to include like the Wes Craven presents type? No, movies? we're only like, doing dr- anything that they direct. directly direct. Okay, yeah. that saves you. That saves yeah. you like 20, 30 so, movies right there if you don't have yeah. to. Yeah. Do so cover Roger Corman because he only produces and just yeah. every once in a while directs. 
Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then uh, over on, uh, you know, the podcast after our main feed, we have our movie reviews, but we also have like this fun little spinoff show we do once a month called TV Obscura. And yep. uh, right now, when time you're listening to this, um, we just covered um, Partners in Crime with Lonnie Anderson and Linda Carter, uh, Hooperman with, uh, with uh, wow, John Ritter. Cut. And uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, uh-huh. and that was good. And then uh, no. Max Monroe, loose cannon with Shadow Stevens, dude. Shadow, the, the, the radio guy, yeah, 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 very handsome with all the hair. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, 1990s okay. uh, uh, Max Monroe, Shadow that was Stevens. that was Zach's pick, was was that wow. one. So, uh, no idea what this is. <laughs> yeah, he was a he was a radio guy. He did a top 40, didn't he? Or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he did. Yep. He's a no. radio personality in the 90s. All right. All right. Yeah. That's, so, they're, thank they're, you guys so the much. older than us. So it's fine. Yes. Yeah. Shut up, you. <laughs> thank you guys so much for having me on. I, I mean, I really do appreciate it. This has been a <laughs> long time coming. I'm happy yeah. to have been on the hardware episode. This was a wild ride. <laughs> guys, <laughs> I just Googled Max Monroe and it's nothing but porn. <laughs> Ooh, I mean, whoa well, that's a director wow. you need to cover yeah you, you just i don't know if i dig, need to dig your toes you have misspelled one. max monroe i was gonna say have I, you learned nothing to not google some of the shit we talk about on here <laughs> hey man it's okay He's not at work. it's fine <laughs> yeah i'm writing an erotica novel you know how much stuff i've had to google <laughs> oh you're your your Google history has got to be a yeah. My FBI mess. guy that watches my computer is like, oh boy. <laughs> oh, guys, oh, I got to tell you, I had the biggest faux pas with Google. I wanted I wanted to find the GIF of um, Swingers when he's like, my our boys all grows up and he's all grows up and he's all grows up. And I said, Swingers, baby, grows oh, no. up. And I oh no, intro, <laughs> and it was like big letters. You know, this is not an appropriate search. If you do, you know, I was like, no, no, there's the John Favreau, John Favreau, (laughs) Iron Man. Uh, Yeah, so I think I might be on a list now. I didn't even mean to. Yeah, we're all on a list. So I accidentally Googled how do you defuse C4 one time. I know I'm on a (laughs) list. You're definitely on a list now. I'm on a list, but for other reasons that actually I'm okay with compared to that search, Corey. That's. (laughs) Yeah, I know. And I, I, it's one of, like right when I did it, I was like, "Oh my god!" You know, like I'm going to explain this to a lawyer, you know? Yeah, no, swingers no, I, movie. I know better than this. Damn, I know, I know better than this. Better than this. Oh, that was. But Corey, thank you so much for coming on here. Like we said, this has been far too long of a, a wait, hoot. but. It's yeah. been a blast, and for those that maybe know don't know, Corey is my mentor in this. Honestly, if it really wasn't for Corey with his, you know, motivation for me to get even get started and to be listening and giving me my first bit of feedback, I don't know if the show would even be existing because it's so hard when you start out and you feel like you're talking into a void. It's so awesome when someone's talking back to you yeah. about it. And with Corey and Zach, that's why I played Zach's $2 late fee commercial earlier. All of those guys, even Dustin, have been huge supporters of mine. And even and I had no idea that Corey and Zach were even tied with my other show that I'm friends with, which was Action Action. They're all <laughs> part of the same network. Those guys started sharing me out, and I had no clue. I only I only listened to them, and they shared a random post of one of my episodes, and it was heartwarming and man i just want to say i don't know if i'll ever be able to thank y'all enough 
for getting this started because now it's where Pete and Nate with me now. Yeah. As much as we beat each other's balls to death on this, <laughs> it's it's from a place of love, and you know it, it, this makes it fun. Like even though I'm mad at them, it's still fun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is great radio, and but man, I mean, you guys are you guys are awesome, Charlie. Man, you I've been listening to you since the beginning, pretty much, and you've been such a big supporter of our show as well. I, yep. the, I'm just upset that it's taking this long for us to like sync up and everything. And, uh, you know, I plan on returning the favor this year with you guys and everything. And I just, I want to be more active in, in, in that kind of stuff. And, but you guys, I mean, you guys are my inspiration as well. We, we talked about it off air. Um, but no, you guys are my inspiration as well. That's what's freaking awesome about this, you know, community that we've sort of, you know, built on Instagram and everything like that. And I, it's I love the shows you guys put out too. And sometimes I'm not motivated and I listen to you guys or I see that you guys are always posting on Instagram and everything. I'm like, no, I gotta, you know, you gotta stick with it. You gotta, you know what I mean? So I, I don't think you know how much of an impact you have on me as well. And I, I, I apologize for not vocalizing that beforehand because you guys are awesome and i i love all three of y'all and i love the show i love this show i think you guys have a great dynamic and we love you guys and we love podcasting after dark and i know zach's not here but we love you too buddy i just knew you didn't like hard i I just knew you didn't like that hardware huh yeah (laughs) fuck that guy even use the instagrams i'd never interact with that guy uh, that, <laughs> that, actually i should say if um if you do interact with us on instagram it's usually me running running that one zach yeah. runs the uh two dollar lay fee one yeah <laughs> he's got uh, two dollar lay fee he's got uh territory marks. excuses <laughs> zach sent us a nice little clip for our megaforce episode with dustin yeah, you know that they didn't yeah. have to do <laughs> uh they all provided some christmas clips when we did our big christmas extravaganza what? three years ago and then yeah, zach it, gets off the hook it. They still did it. They wow. still did it. This guy. Zach, I'm, I'm, Zach, I'm fighting for you, brother. I'm a sorry. part-timer. I'm not. Zach, get out of here. Yeah, Zach's the part-timer. <laughs> get his ass on this show. Is he even real? Has anyone seen <laughs> well, Zach? I, he might not be. I, I think Nate just figured out who his new feud this year is, and it's a little yeah. close to home. Is it Zach? <laughs> right now, Zach's ears are burning. He's like, I think somebody's feuding with me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll throw no, with him so hard. He, he's sitting there going, oh, someone's thinking about me right no. now. And it's yeah, really, it really happy. He's That's doing exactly a Thanos. On his face. I yeah. know Zach. That's yeah. exactly what he's, he's doing. He's doing a yeah. Thanos going, I don't even know who you are to me. <laughs> I guess That's fair. We just got thanos by Zach. Yeah. Thanks, bud. We appreciate it. All right, everybody. Well, you know where to find us. I've said it enough. I think this episode is going a little long enough. So, you know, reach out to us on social media. Please go check out Corey's show, Podcasting After Dark. I can't say enough about it. I have listened to it since I found it, and I've gone back through and listened to their hardware episodes number four. I've listened to every episode that they've put out, and it's awesome, and I highly recommend it. Everybody, Go rate everybody five stars. Please go check out The Evil Deaths I was just doing there. We did Split Second. Pete, you were just on there. You did yes. Mutilator. Not Mutilator. You did Mutilator. Mutilator. Nate. They let you on last year. You're not cool enough. Yeah, for I'm not cool enough. For, yeah, but you did Slimeball Rama. I don't think I follow them. Can you send me that uh, the split second episode when it drops? As soon as it drops, I'll send that over to you. Okay. We had a lot of fun. They actually enjoyed a movie that I brought to the show. So yeah. <laughs> you're like, I'm better than go my own now. <laughs> better than my own co-host. Matter of fact, in that episode, I even go, well, I'm kind of glad I'm bringing it here because I don't know how Pete and Nate would react to this. <laughs> oh, <movie." laughs> oh, great. 
Yeah, so so. Bogart movies to other shows. <laughs> That's what happens. You see, see if you get another class of ninety nine from well, me. Son. Oh, I will never do that to us. If anything, if I go into another show, I'm only bringing bad movies in to sabotage that show. Sabotage. <laughs> sabotage You're like bringing hardware show. next time. Yeah, exactly. Hey guys, you I got a, a really bitch. good movie. <laughs> <laughs> Bastard. All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening, Corey. Again, thank you for showing up. Yeah, thank you. For it's my me. birthday. I thank you for happy all the happy birthdays. Happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday. I'm sure I got happy birthday. With. And you know what? Special occasion. Corey, why don't you get us out of here with the good word? This is what you want. This is what you get. Keep going. Now, this is what you get. Let's talk about how I get Everybody all together. This is what you want. This is what you get. This is what you want. I kid you not. Jackie Jackie was singing that for like 10 minutes when we were getting ready to go to bed. She's just. What you want? This is what you get. Is this what you want? I was like, this is awesome. We got to take these dogs out. Go ahead. We're good. Nate, you really want to do all this right before February? Hey, I'm going to piss him off so badly. I'm going to just you, wait. You want every, everyone pissed off? No, if anything, I should have been on your team, not Team Pete. That's why I'm really yeah, kind of just, I'm a little, I'm a little, you messed up bad. I did. Febu- February, man. We got one more it episode looms. in February. Well, February 15th is my birthday. So this is kind of like my birthday episode as well. See? Yeah, kind of adjacent. We'll take it. <laughs> yeah. so- something good has to come out of February because I'm scared. <laughs>